0: the common man in t-bone podcast is brought to you by care heating and cooling Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the
1: podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no, I'm, and, and, and what what I was, I, I don't know, but I, I. Bye. Welcome to, Welcome to the dumbest, dumbest part, of part of your day. Me, bye. This is Common Man and T Bone. And I'm going to just rip a
0: Hemi. Like, I'm going to have a hemorrhoid problem, then for two weeks because of this crap that I'm going to take later. <laughs> i never All
2: right. heard the term rip a hem- Rip a Hemi. You got a Hemi in that thing? Oh, Hell yeah, brother.
1: I, I got one. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Rip a Hemi. Featuring Panama Ted, shut up, Ted. Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork and random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. Shavaka, do you want to sack the guy? Is drunk? Whoa, back. Watch out, profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone.
0: <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in, hello Bone. Hello, Man. We have. All the news and notes you need Mm. as we go inside the NFL at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner?
2: Oh, today we're going to do something real simple. We're going to do Arnold trivia. I'm going to give you some trivia about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mostly movie related. Maybe I'll throw in some of the personal stuff or the governor stuff. I don't know yet. Still yet to be determined. But definitely
0: some movie trivia in there. You a big Arnold fan, you watch a lot of his movies? I mean I haven't in a long time, but I mean I've seen all of them that people have seen. Right.
2: Well, that's too bad for you cuz this is all going to be the art house stuff. <laughs> all those films he did prior to hit well, the Well, no,
0: I'm saying post governor. He's been in movies.
2: No, I know he has. I just has. haven't
0: seen most of them.
2: Did you ever watch the one with uh it was him and a bunch of other dudes. But the uh it was him and Stallone. No, no, no. That Yes, that is one with him and a bunch of other dudes. I'm talking about the one with him in a prison that was like... Oh, yes, I did did see that one. You know what? Pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. For what it was, you have to go in there knowing what it is. I I found this out a few weeks ago. I know I brought it up on the show, but I'll bring it up again if you missed it. That Clint Eastwood movie that recently came out that was called Cry Macho. Yeah. That was a movie that Arnold was supposed to star in like four different times. And it kept. He kept saying, "I can't do it" because he was like running for governor. Then he was the governor. I have to go to Rick Reichert's house. (laughs) Then he, he, yes, he probably had to do some lifting at some point. But then he also had it where he got done with being the governor, and and the director was like, "Finally, you're done with this whole running a fifth largest economy in the world thing. Can you come shoot my movie now?" And he was like, "Yeah, the movie's about me befriending a young Hispanic boy, and as it turns out, I have a son by way of an affair." With a lady who is Hispanic, and this might be a little too close to home right now, so we're not going to do that movie. <laughs> and so then the director was like, "Ah, fine." And he called crotchety old Clint Eastwood to do it. And now that's how it happened. Well, did Eastwood direct the movie too? Yes, he did. But Arnold, I think, was supposed to. He wanted Arnold wanted to get into directing. Oh, producing. he was going to direct it. I think he was going to do the whole kit right. and caboodle, and then it didn't work out. So that's then he just stuck bad. to like smoking cigars and Honduras and doing more action movies, and that's worked out well for him.
0: Uh, Guardians shut out by the Angels last night. Same two teams again tonight. Reds are hosting the Padres. The Reds are apologizing again for being dumb. I guess people were going to the games, and some people had bags on their head. Some people had signs saying, sell the team. And the Reds' people went up to these, issue, these individuals mm. and said, either remove your signage or leave the stadium. Now they have reversed course because, of course, all that became public. And I, I I am just so so shocked by this, how people can be so tone deaf. You will not control the narrative in 2022. Right. It's impossible. All right. These people that are trying to silence other people, it's not going to work. It may work in the short term for five minutes. Your story will be on social media in 10 minutes and the world will be against you. Part of owning a team is also responding to fan criticism and dealing with fan criticism. You put your foot in your mouth and your team sucks. If people pay their money to go into the stadium and bring a sign, as long as they're not disrupting other people, swearing at other people, throwing things on the field like the Yankee fans are doing, then that, to me, is their right.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. I know that some would say, and I guess from a purely legal standpoint, which is not what it's always about, I mean, no, Reds, it is not. I mean, you can be legally correct that the Reds have a ticket that they sell you or any pro sports team. you read
3: the
0: back of your ticket.
2: Yeah, back of your ticket does say if you do X, Y, Z, or pretty much anything, any reason we want, we can throw you out of this game for no questions asked and you have no legal repercussions. Now, I don't know how that would hold up in court, but it is something that is on every ticket you buy or at least was when they printed out physical tickets. But I, you can be right legally and very wrong with your fan base. And I, I don't think... I could be wrong on this. It may not even have been that like Bob and Phil Castellini are sitting there. They see the bags and like, get someone down there now. Like, I don't know that they were just outraged in the box waiting for that to be taken care of. It could just be as simple as an usher who's kind of been around a while and got the tone of how that place runs may have through osmosis decided this is what I need to do. No one's telling me to do it, but. I know they're not going to like it. So maybe he went up and just tapped those guys on the shoulder on his own. I don't know. Seems not like a thing that an usher would do by himself. Seems at least like some management person would have told him to go do that. Either way, the Reds should own that because either they have directly told people to do that or the way they've treated fans has indirectly told those in the bottom levels of the
0: organization, that this is how you treat fans. And either way, that's not good, and that comes from ownership. Here are some quotes from Tim O'Connell, Vice President of Facilities and Operations. This was a mistake on our part. We've taken corrective action. We understand people want to express themselves in the ballpark. We don't think we'll have another problem with that. Yeah, it's just common sense to me. Look, yeah, I guess, is it is it rude to bring a sign in to someone's building saying sell this team yeah all right fine but this is what sports is you know fans feel like they have a right that's why they're fans that's why these people line up to buy tickets that's why they waste time watching the game on tv these fans are invested the day they stop caring is the day you go out of business. Well, true enough. And and more than that, I think this this gets to what
2: I always get frustrated with when we talk about the owners of sports teams and what they view their role as. They look at it as I bought a car. It's my car. You know, if you have the money to go buy some really fancy sports car, you've got the right to go get it painted lime green and put ridiculous wheels on it and I don't know Put, put Do whatever you want to it. Put My Name is Slappy on the front of it. It doesn't matter, right? You, It's your car. You paid for it. It's dumb if you do that. You're ruining the car, in my opinion. But if you bought it outright and it's yours, then do with it. Those people have the art cars where they just stick dolls all over them and they paint the cars with, you know, hand-painted. That, to me, is not pretty. But if that's your thing, it's your car, I can't say anything to you. That is not the same thing as buying a sports team. Sports no. team is a community asset that, yes... It is something you technically own the deed to, and you own the you, you own all the payments for the players, for the stadium. You own all that. You get the revenues from it, too. And those revenues don't come from nowhere. They come from the community that you bought into. So when you buy the Reds, when you buy the Cardinals, when you buy any team, right, you are buying into that community and saying, Hi, I'm not really from here, or maybe I am, but now I own this big asset that everyone here cares about it's it's you're you're taking care of something that other people have built for you right i mean you're that team is worthless without all those fans without all that interest so it's not like you bought a car and you're souping it up it is you taking care of a community asset
0: that will be there after you're gone every single time i think about that i'm reminded of a admittedly overly dramatic advertising campaign patek philippe makes very expensive watches okay six figure watches And it's over the top, this ad campaign, but I think about sports organizations when I think about their ad campaign, where they, and I'm misquoting it, I'm sure, but this is the gist. You don't really own a Patek Philippe. You just take care of it for the next generation. Sure. Just telling you how wonderfully built and timeless these things are. That's how I feel about sports ownership. Yeah. You know, you are taking care of this, you are stewards of this. You've got fans that have been there long before you and probably fans that will be there long after you sell the team and recoup your investment times ten and ride off into the sunset. This is part of the deal. And it, it amazes me how they can't, they can't understand that from a customer service standpoint. That's the reason why you and I, we don't have the temperament or the cash. <laughs> well, one of those. To be general much more managers so or other. sports owners and... You know, it's like the restaurant. Or, and, and there are people who do this. It usually does not last long because they get so much blowback, but they get a bad review on Google or something. I've seen it. And they'll reply, well, you're fat and ugly and I don't want you in my restaurant again. Right. That's not, okay. that's not great. That may make you feel good in the short term that you called out this person who's trying to, I guess, in your mind, destroy your business or not telling truths or whatever. But in the long-term interest of you serving that community for a long time... That's probably not the best thing to do. No. In the short term, maybe throwing a guy out who's got a sign that makes you feel uncomfortable. Well, what's that gonna do? You're setting a precedent though. You're setting a precedent to the community, to Reds fans, saying you're not welcome here unless you're gonna be a rah-rah person. Yeah, and I don't I don't think I'm gonna
2: guess even if you I'm gonna guess that didn't come from the Castellinis, the, the bag over the head thing. But it probably came from someone who thinks they were doing the right thing based on what they've learned from being around that place, right? They're probably someone, that, if it's a middle management person, if it's just a
0: supervisor
2: no, of the you know ushers, they, you know, Bone. I don't know who said to go do that, or if it's just that usher, be a rogue. These, are, o, these but-
0: are big corporations. They have meetings. They have policies on how to respond sure to do. things. You know, we had an issue here a, a couple weeks ago with you know a, a decision that one of the shows had to make. And they were very aware that whatever decision they made, it was going to make one segment of the fan base uncomfortable. Yeah, right. Right? So they discussed it. Well, if we do this, the listeners are going to react this way. If we don't do this, the listeners are going to react this way. It's back and forth. How should we react to this? What should our line be if a listener gets in touch with us and they're not happy with our decision? You don't think that the Castellinis have a handbook in place that's what, or exactly rules right. on the books I agree with for him. when something like this happens. Hey, if a fan shows up at the ballpark with a bag on his head, how do we respond to that? Well, and that's my point, is maybe that usher, if he was acting alone,
2: maybe that usher is just completely in opposition to what that rule book says and he does whatever he wants. Or could be that maybe that's not a cold, hard, and fast rule in that book, but it might be something that's been intimated or it might be something that's been suggested is, Hey, we don't want to see any negativity out there today. Keep your eyes peeled. You know, let's try to make this a fun day at the ballpark. It doesn't matter what's going on in the field or what the owners or whatever, let's have some fun. And maybe that gets read as I got to go down there and tell anybody who's creating a nuisance to knock it off. And either way, that's not a great look for your ball club. No. And it is definitely not the way you want to start out one month into the season where you've already got the fans up in arms. Cause your owner's an idiot And now you've got an usher coming out doing something that also doesn't look too great. It's just all not speaking well of that organization
0: and that ownership right now. Another Buckeye has entered the portal. Details next Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic
3: from the Meister's
4: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find some slowdowns in North Meadows Boulevard, north of North Meadows Court. There is police activity in that area. Please avoid the area due to the police investigation, and please use caution here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
1: These guys are a big deal, and by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You are listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Common
0: Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on the fan. Another Buckeye has entered the portal. Buckeye safety Marcus Hooker is in the portal. Seems like every safety they have on the roster is uh, transferring out. So this is one of two things for me. Either the Ohio State safety group is really, really good, and all of these guys are saying, whew, I can't get any playing time because look how good everybody is. Or we got a problem, Um, and I don't know which one it is. I don't know if we have a problem per se. I mean, I'm not,
2: you're right, like that is concerning the amount of people leaving in the secondary That that rightfully so. I understand being concerned about that. What is but it,
0: Teddy? Three safeties in the last two weeks or something? Entering the portal? I feel like that's yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's right. I know Ryan
5: Day had said in the spring that you know they had a lot of depth at safety, so there's a lot of competition going on. So maybe okay. these guys you know decided to go elsewhere. I would guess
2: this. To your point, I'm going to guess Ryan Day isn't like, yeah, I'm thrilled to all of that's happening. None of these guys were going to factor at all. I'm sure Ryan Day would have liked to have at least one, if not more, of these players sticking around. I don't plan to. I don't pretend to know which one it is over the others, right? But like Andre Andre Turrentine, who uh, last was the last one who just transferred out yesterday, yeah, or yesterday. announced he was going to be in the portal. I think he's what a sophomore going into this year. That might be a little. That might be a guy, maybe that's a little different than with Marcus Hooker, who yeah, has been here for a while. He's a brother of a guy who played here in Malik Hooker, and he had, you know, an up-and-down career, had an OVI, so, like, fell out of favor a little bit, came back, played a little bit, got hurt, played again, got hurt again. I'm just saying that he's been there a while, and it didn't seem like it completely worked out. Maybe he was going to be in line for everything, but I don't recall seeing his name with a lot of guys to watch out for next year at safety, so... I'm just saying, I think maybe that was a writing-on-the-wall situation in his case. Maybe
0: not in some of the other ones. But as a Buckeye fan now, man, I mean, I was never biggest the biggest recruiting guy. I never really got into that a ton, but you got to keep your head on a swivel if you're a college sports fan. Because it used to be, oh, you're getting this guy, four-star guy, three-star guy, five-star guy. Great. I'll try and catch some of his high school film, see what he's got. But you just knew that that guy was going to be around for a while. And yeah. figure it out. And now, you have no idea. You have no idea how long these guys are going to be around. And I, we, we talked about it from a coaching standpoint. Those guys paid millions of dollars to figure it out. And Ryan Day will figure it out. If he needs to dip his toe in the portal to help his team, he's going to do it. But as a fan, to try and figure out who the hell is playing on your team next year, it's kind of tricky business. Well, let's also
2: not forget this. What did we look at when we looked at the safety position here at Ohio State last year? Definitely was not getting the job done. Correct? And I want to say Jim Knowles, one of the guys that transferred in, or the like main guy that transferred in, was he not a safety? Like that, I forget, yeah, his, name, right. I forget his name, I forget his name. Like guy he brought in from Oklahoma State. Right, so right. Jim Knowles is trying to put in his system to play it a different way. One of the main guys in that system for him last year said, I'm joining you at the other OSU, the better OSU. I'm going to go to Ohio State. And I'm sure he's probably getting plenty of looks there. You know, that's, that's maybe the... the the change has started to happen to a point that players are saying, well, I'm seeing enough to know that I'm going to be a bench player at best. I'm sure Ryan Day doesn't want three safeties transferring out in a week, but maybe he would have been okay with one or two of those guys transferring out because he knows, hey, that's all right. right. we we're, we're pretty good there and we know who we've got there and these guys weren't going to factor. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's great or ideal. You'd like to have everyone who is even not going to play a snap stick around and say yes i don't care i just want to play for ohio state in that way yes it's a negative but in the standpoint of what's realistic in college football these days this doesn't seem totally unrealistic that this would happen if you're making those type of changes
0: uh jackets in tampa tonight coverage starts 6 30 zach is back tonight corrali is dead he's out for the season boone is officially dead i don't know why we need an announcement on that I, I, mean, I thought we, I thought we knew well, that. Well, we did know it, but we didn't hear an official announcement. So he, okay. both Corrali and Boone Jenner, are going to be done for the season. This is a home and home with Tampa. There's three games left on the schedule. I did see a a fan survey that the Athletic did with the Blue Jacket fans, and it's over a thousand fans, so it's not a small sample size. I mean, it's a thousand fans that read the Athletic. So yeah, I mean, it, take it, that for what it's worth. I think it, it gives you
2: the idea. If you're looking at that and saying this is what the whole fan base feels like. No, it's what it's what a hardcore section of the fan base who pays money to read about the Blue Jackets feels. But that's
0: still a, a version, a part of the fan base we yes. should listen to, right? By and large, I'm not going to go through every single selection, but by and large, everybody was fairly happy with where this organization is right now. Most people say this team has overachieved this year, I guess. Fine. Uh, they're about where I thought they were going to be. Uh, they were excited with Yarmo. I saw 75% of Jackets fans said, in YARMO we trust. So, all right. I mean, a lot of optimism going into this offseason and at least this segment of the fan base. And again, we say it all the time. You know, we do sports radio for a living in theory. So we are the hardest core sports fans you can find. But if you're going to be successful in a community, you need to do better than just me, you, and athletic guy who fills out these surveys. You need to capture the attention of the casual fan, the looky-loos, the general population. I know that disgusts some hardcore fans, but let's be realistic about it. You need to appeal to as many people as possible. I did see on one of the questions, I think it was more than 60% or 50% of fans were a okay with the team finishing in last place next year so they can have a crack at a generational talent in the draft. And look, I—I I mean, I—I'd probably vote that way if you asked me. Yes, to put it on a survey. Yeah, we—we we tend to, and I—I I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I don't think there's a there's a professional league where you look at can't miss guys. And well, who's the dude? What's his name for next year? I forget, year, Teddy? but I know he's I like they're name.
2: saying Gretzky comparisons yes, for this. kid. This is
0: a Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Gretzky type of guy. Can't miss. Usually, when you get that label as a hockey player you don't miss
2: right it 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 would seem like he's a guy you move heaven and earth yeah, to try to get Yeah 90% of the
0: times these guys who can't miss whether it's Austin Matthews or some of the other guys we just named they come in and they transform a franchise you could guarantee me that i'll get on board I don't know what Blue Jacket fans have seen the last 20 years think that anything's going to fall their way. (laughs) You can finish in last place next year. And I'm telling you, you're still not getting this guy just because I know it's against you.
2: You know, I think you hit on something there that I think is very different about the Blue Jackets fan base. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's a difference that I've noticed from a lot of the fan bases I've grown up around and a lot of the teams I've rooted for growing up. And that is that, by and large, a lot of the fan bases I've been a part of, they're, they're default confirmation bias, right? Confirmation bias meaning you'll believe the stories that you read that confirm what you already think versus the stories that don't confirm what you already think, that go against what you already think. I think a lot of the fan bases I grew up around like Browns fans, read something negative about your team, a lot of Browns would be like, yep, that's the Browns. We're stupid. We suck. That sucks. Our team's dumb. That's that's how most Browns fans, from my growing up time, that's how fans have reacted. Jackets fans tend to be the opposite, despite having a similar track record to the Browns as far as success goes, right? Like, Jackets fans tend to read things that say, ah, this could go well. This guy's playing better. I shall might, believe it. I yes, shall believe I'm it. I'm
0: buying into the optimism.
2: Despite the fact that you have a similar track record to teams like the Browns, two lovable losers in sports, but yet this fan base... Seems to believe more of the yeah, but it'll be different this time, and I, and I hope it, I hope that's right. I think that's a again. I don't think it's a negative that fans feel that way. Sometimes it's good to have hope, especially when you're as the yes, Blue Jackets.
0: Yes, but sometimes it's. It's over the top.
2: I'm saying that's a difference that I think you and I both gravitate more to the negative confirmation bias with our sports teams. We refuse to believe it until the trophy's being hoisted, and even then we're like, is that real metal? Like, we're just not sure. There's a lot of fans in Jackets land that at least we hear from that tend to be very much like, I know my team will turn it around even though we're 15 games out. We've still got 30 games. There's a lot of fans,
0: too, that... uh it's almost a bit of narcissism where they they like the process more than they like the results because they're involved in the process, right? Interesting. They, they can say to, you know, one of these casual fans that just says, "Oh, Jack isn't make the playoffs this year." Yeah, but let me tell you why and let me tell you what's on the horizon, blah 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 blah. They always have to feel like insiders. Let me tell you about what this team is doing. Oh, you, can't, you can't see it on the ice with wins and losses, but I'm a big time fan, so I'm going to tell you how it is. Being awful as a form of gatekeeping. Yes, that's, that's what it, that's, that's
2: what it is. Like The worse your team is, the more you can I lock mean, everybody in and be like, hey, this is our club. No one else wants in and we're not going to let them in.
0: And you're just a knuckle dragger if you look at wins and losses and say, well, yarmo has been on the job for 10 years and he's won one playoff series, but 75% of the fan base has the ultimate, uh, risk, not respect, that's the Confidence, wrong they, Confidence, they, that's yeah. right that he's going to make all the right moves in the offseason okay
6: uh, that's just that's me weird that's, that's me weird the, me. that's me
0: the caveman but then again the nuanced fan will say yeah but you don't know what he's doing you don't know the plan blah 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 it's 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 just a way to hold something over other it people's is. heads it, it does that's, feel like that's like that what a little it bit. is yeah and I, I don't know if let's say this team goes out and does finish in last place next year what's the dude's name teddy the big prospect next year in the draft Connor bedard he plays for regina bedard, yeah regina regina's very own Connor bedard i may have to tank for regina straight out of the regina my guy he is coming for you uh what was i gonna say who cares what's the difference uh tom brady talking about playing till he's 50 details next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan traffic
3: from the meister's bar
4: and pizza traffic center Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane of 270 westbound at US 23. Traffic is stop and go from Elm Creek Drive in this area. Please be very careful. Police and ODOG crews are now on scene. A 20 to 30 minute slowdown is expected. This traffic Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1 800 Safe Auto or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh,
6: hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit a crepula. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Cumquad and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
1: Did you feel that? It's your radio. Getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Herbie, my guy, Kirk Herbstreet, says he will miss the NFL draft because he has a blood clot issue. Oh, so well we that's not good. Certainly wish him well. Of course. And hope he gets well soon. Of course he's going to be not just college guy this year, he's going to be NFL guy this year. Because he's doing Thursday games on Amazon with Al Michaels. Yeah,
2: I want to be very, very clear about Kirk Herbstreit. I'm not a fan of his personally, but I wish him nothing but the best of health. want to be extremely of, clear on of that. Of course.
0: I, I hope he lives to be 200 years old. Exactly right. Although I did just see the world's oldest person, who I felt like we were just talking about not too long ago. A Japanese woman by the name of, what is her name? Kane Tanaka? Is that okay. her name? I didn't, I don't know.
2: I didn't see. I saw a little bit of the story, but I failed to look at her name. I I'm just clicking on the link here. I saw a 119-year-old person, and my brain just went off the rails. Yes, like, Kane
0: Tanaka. What is it like to live 119 years? But She on. just passed away, 119. Oh. She was just months short of reaching 120, so of course she did an interview with People Magazine that jinxed the entire thing, just like Betty White. <laughs>
2: I. <laughs> she was born. I like how you hold it over Betty White. Like there you go. Way to go, dope. Like it didn't kill her. She just died.
0: It just was poorly timed. Everything was poorly well, timed. Well, hold on. I'm reading this here. I maybe I'm, I'm just confused. Okay. It says Tanaka was just months short of reaching 120 years old. Yeah. She was born January 2nd, 1903. Yeah. So how is she just months shy? Well, she's not years shy she's less than a year away right well, okay so months so well, but like, when i but when i see that just months short that to me is like two months max well, <laughs> seven months is still months right it seven or eight? yeah it's ridiculous it's like eight months to go you don't get credit for being 120 when you're eight months away no one said she did get credit they said she was no one where's the lie She's months away. You know what the lie is? They didn't is. say they're hours. writing this story provocatively. No, they didn't say hours away. I don't like minutes it. away. Why from people her. hate the media?
2: No, they she, they said. What other measurement of time should they use? You you could just throw that sentence out. Oh, and she just was 119 19. years old. Period. What but, are we talking about? 124. So mad about this. They said she was months away. She was like eight months away. That's all. Not like. She was it's seven a stupid years line. away. It's a stupid line. They didn't say, like, she's 117 months away from 120.
0: Like, yeah, 36 months away. That's different. You know how you see some people? This is the only measurement other than years. All right, that's enough. You know how we see some people and say, oh, man, I can't believe they're so-and-so years old. They look mm-hmm. so much better than their age. <laughs> this woman looked like she was 119 years old she did her but, eyes were like permanently sewn shut and but
2: what are you gonna do right nothing. I mean, she's 119 your skin and your bones are probably like
7: i don't know how we're still doing this
0: but the heart is just sitting there like yeah let's keep it going you know, i saw a scientist talking once on one of these talking head shows and said you know human beings can all we can all live to be 120 years old if we just knew how yeah all right <laughs> I got to tell you, You're we could cure cancer right now if we just knew how. Thank you, Einstein. Good stuff there. But what I'm saying is our bodies are not equipped to live to be 119 years old. Things just start shutting down. Your eyes say, no, nope, not going to work anymore. Close them. Yeah, but I would guess, I mean,
2: I you know, the principles of how life works on this planet, right, is that let's say there was a 120-year-old person who looked like, I don't know, like, Clint Eastwood looks right now. Right? That's not, That's better than what this you know, lady oh, looked yeah. like. Or most I, people at yes, 119. Absolutely. Someone at 120 who looked like a 90-year-old person now, what if that person at 120 met up with another person who's 120, and then they were like, hey, we're both attractive, and everybody we've known is dead. What do you say we get things a-going? And maybe everything works. I'm just saying. And then they have a baby. What a tragedy that would be. But... That would be how we start getting to the point where, yeah, that every, you know, millions of years later, everyone's like, oh, 120. What do you do? Eat a lot of sausage. What's wrong with that guy? Like we would look at 120 millions of years from now and I'd be like, that's crazy that they only lived 120. You know, it's cute that you think the human race will be around in millions of years. Well, we got to look, cute. That's here's adorable. what we got to do. We got to get all the smart people together and have them start creating smarter people and people are going to live longer. Cause I tell you this right now, if everybody thinks they're croaking at 80 or 90, yeah, light your SUV on fire and just, I don't know, breathe ozone or whatever you got to do. Right? Like you don't care. But if you think I might be here for 200 years and someone's like, yeah, we're going to lose the ozone in 90. Now you're panicking. And now we're doing things. Now we're fixing the problem is what I'm saying. Maybe we need to get the older people knocking boots and get that age up even Mm -hmm. higher than it
0: is. Uh, Kane Tanaka loved chocolate and pop. Well, Let her live. <laughs> there you go. I am I'm not gonna, familiar with her family lineage, but I'm guessing that everybody in her family was lived to be a very old age. Well, not 119, clearly. I just want to send that
2: to like the person who, because this happens when you try to eat right, you try to do some good, and you're like, yeah, I, I had a lean cuisine today, and then someone will pop up lean out of nowhere. Lean cuisine, that too. I yeah. dropped my lean cuisine on the seaman. man. Oh man, my lean cuisine. <laughs> it didn't got done. Anyway. Someone, you eat like a lean cuisine if you're trying to lose weight or you try to eat something like that. There's inevitably someone who probably be like, yeah, it's all too processed. You really need to eat some whole foods and some whole grains. It's like, man, I'm just trying to lose weight. Like, calm down. I'm not, I know that's not the healthiest thing, but it's not the worst thing either. I would love to take this woman's story to that person when they're like, you know, if you do that, right, this lady drank, pop and ate
0: chocolate and lived to 119 next well and yes Stop election there's, well, a I'm saying. Why, there's a reason why too the first question they should ask when you walk into the doctor's office is, how long did grandma live sure because that's pretty much how long you're gonna live unless you you're 450 pounds and overdo it well right but my point is sometimes
2: people they mean well when they're like well you're not doing the perfect thing so that's not the best yeah but there are also people who do not the perfect thing at all, and they make it to 120. That's not how you should live your life. I'm just saying, let's stop throwing out the like, you know, different examples of what you know or I know. Do what works best for you. Try to get through this
0: life as as peacefully as you can. Right? I feel and, like we talk about the oldest people in the world every single time that they die. And like, I want to say, with it. I want to say the last oldest person. Their keys to success were cigarettes and sex. Yes, that's right. I'm right. I
2: think you are. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying there are some old people for sure who it's like, what'd you eat? And like for the last 27 years, nothing but quinoa. You're like, all right, good for you. But I for every one of those, it's been 20 of them where you're like, how did you make it this long? They're like, I don't know. Pork belly is great. I smoke cigarettes on the reg. Not that we should do those things. Just pointing out that sometimes it works out even if you don't do the right thing, because genetics are weird and people are weird. All
0: right. I forgot to talk about Tom Brady. Did you? Tom Brady's not 119, but he may play until he's 119. And inside the NFL, coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan
1: fan traffic.
3: From the Meister's
4: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build there. You'll also find some delays on I-70 eastbound between Central Avenue and Route 315. Traffic is low there as well. traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Finding a great hire can be a challenge. That's why there's Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care, Heating, and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust.
1: Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This this is Common Man and T Bone.
0: Kane Tanaka. Kane Tanaka sounds like someone who's been in a death match. I was just going to. I feel like Kane Tanaka is either
2: like a UFC fighter or a wrestler of some kind. Uh, I don't know why light, I was Light the table
0: that. on fire. Yeah. Put Kane Tanaka right through the table. mm mm-hmm. uh, Tom Brady was doing an interview with Complex. Complex? Complex. How I we saying it? I think it's Complex. Is it a magazine?
2: Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like
0: a media company? Ooh.
2: You're right over there. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: Belching on the air? <laughs> Is that <laughs> what we're doing now?
1: Hey, how you doing? A hey, little Pommie Jennifer for <laughs>
2: That guy just showed up again. Why, why is Andrew Dice Clay here? It's not Andrew Dice Clay because he never finishes his sentences. This guy just trails off. Because if he <laughs> says what he's going to say, uh, we all get fired from the anyways, radio.
0: So He was asked about playing until he's 50 because yeah. this is what we have to do. Uh-huh. He says, I do think I could play till 50, but I don't think I will because I know the commitment that it takes. I know the commitment it takes for me at 44 and 45. I worked out today, and it's a big commitment, and I'm away from my 14-year-old son and my 12-year-old son and my 9-year-old daughter, and they deserve my time and energy, and they're getting older. I want to be there for my son's football games and lacrosse games and basketball games. Well, it must be nice. Play all the sports. Oh, wow, yeah. He'll be a freshman this year in high school. He goes to school in New York City, and that's a big part of my life. I want to win on the field, but I want to win off the field. All right. Um, first of all, you've won everything. You are the greatest ever. If you were truly concerned about your family, you would be there now.
2: Well, that's, that's the part of this that makes no sense to me where he's saying like, yeah, I know I got to take this. This is very important because every second I'm here, I'm away from my family.
0: Yes. You had a chance to not be there.
6: He speaks like a guy who just got
0: drafted into the military. Right. Whose decision is it to send your kids to school in another state? Well, right. Whose decision is it to do all
2: this stuff that keeps you away to play when you don't need to? This is why this is a longer conversation, a bigger conversation, but it's hard for me to wrap my brain around these people who have hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, or dare I say it, billions of dollars, who don't look at their bank account every day and go, why am I doing any of this crap? I'm, I'm good. Like, Go buy Twitter? No, thank you. (laughs) Do I want to go play another year in the NFL? Nope. Don't care to do that. And I know some of you will say, yeah, that's because you're just not as motivated as them. No. We shouldn't be that motivated motivated to do what motivated to do what exactly? You've done it. What is you have it? The most valuable thing you have, the thing that Tom Brady cannot buy, and anybody richer than Tom Brady cannot buy either, is time. You cannot buy that. what he just talked about with his kids. That's what you think. Well, maybe. Elon's working on it. (laughs) That's fine. All I'm telling you is you can't buy that. So when he says, yeah, my 12-year-old, my 14-year-old, my 9-year-old, it's really tough. Right. You've already made the money. You've won the championships. You've kissed the girl. You've done everything a guy would want to do who plays football. Now it's time to enjoy the rest of the time he has said no i want to play football so then don't weep about it in the media you made your choice you know exactly what you're doing inside
1: the nfl common man and t-bones inside the nfl brought to you by my
3: friend dick masher ford open 24 7 at masher
1: well breaking
2: news from mike flory i want to read you the headline pro football talk today 49ers are willing to listen to Debo Samuel trade offers but it will take a lot to get him
0: oh thanks Florio thank you my thank God you here had no idea I that's can't wait it, for another hmm. Tom Brady almost went to the Dolphins article <laughs> later
2: <laughs> or a book about playmakers which like I feel like Florio's title of his book should be playmakers but not the one that's interesting right it's it's because playmakers the show was interesting this book I don't know maybe it's great whatever anyway on with the rest of this uh so nathaniel hackett was talking about his new quarterback of course he is head coach the broncos he is the new head coach there so pretty nice you know guy to bring in when you're the new head coach you get a new quarterback in russell wilson hackett said quote everybody's coming in they're so fired up they're so excited to get down here in the end that's what you want you want guys to come out here you want them to want to practice and want to get better russ leads that charge this guy loves practice just out there at the end, he was like, wait, we're done? Can we do more? And you're like, man, I'd love to, but we've got to tone it down. Oh, man. Baby steps. He's awesome. I'm going <laughs> to guess if you pulled every player that played with Russell Wilson over his career and then said, how do you feel about his practice habits? They probably all wouldn't say, like, it's awesome. Russ asked for extra homework when we're all gassed and tired and about to pass out. Russ was like, can we run some more laps, coach? Anyway. They don't care as long as he wins. I'm just pointing out that perhaps that's where some of the annoyance with Russell Wilson comes from, is when guys are like, no, we we did practice, right? And he's like, yeah, let's practice again. They're like, shut up, Russ. Just go win some games now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be heavily involved in developing the receiver talent that the Packers have. That is according to the general manager of the Packers. Brian, Brian, go to Koontz! Coons. Anyway... He's all fired up. He says, yeah, I'm in pretty constant communication with Aaron. This is his downtime. I know he enjoys that. But, yeah, again, the specifics with what we talk about, I'm not going to get into that.
0: I keep texting him, and he keeps showing me pictures <laughs> of his PP. That's right,
2: but it's obviously carried over from what we've been doing the last year and a half or so. So he's saying their relationship is better. They're mended. They're talking. You- he also said that with Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard back there as established receivers, you've also got Sammy Watkins. Yuck. Yeah.
5: Yuck. They're
2: they're ready to go. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you have to add Aaron Rodgers like ten percent to those guys. When you think of those right. guys, add ten percent to what you think of them, because Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback, so it's better if that's what's happening. There's no way they're not drafting someone in the first round at wide receiver, right? I mean that Oh no, they're doing it. They've got to do that, you would think. Um so yeah, that's that's all well and good. The Panthers, meanwhile, their general manager is Scott Fitterer. And he said he would feel comfortable with a couple of different players at the quarterback position at number six, if that's where it ends up. He also said they want to, quote, stabilize the position because they know that they don't have a lot right now, even though, of course, they're going to say if they don't draft anyone and if they don't trade for anyone, Sam Darnold's our guy. We all know Sam Darnold's not their guy. But they got to say that until the draft happens, and then we find out what happens. Does Baker go there? Do they draft uh, Kenny Pickett or whoever it is i don't know maybe jimmy garoppolo ends up there malik willis is there i don't know but something's happening if you had to bet mike how much do you bet that sam darnold is the quarterback starting week one for the panthers i don't think he is right i'm saying you don't take that bet no
0: i don't take that bet. i wouldn't do it either i think it's baker Ooh. breaking news breaking news oh, okay you know what baker mayfield li- likely to be traded before the season starts oh what was why is because someone turned the sound on on this damn computer what are we doing what are we doing i gotta i'm gonna find out who it is (laughs) don't do that there's no need
2: just know that it frustrated you and we just probably all move on
0: i don't know why we have turned sound on on a radio computer
2: yeah, it's like, what for people who don't, to? if you haven't worked in a radio station, you may not know that, but the number one cardinal rule in a radio station is nothing should have sound on it. The phone, your TV set, the computer, you know, nothing. You know
0: who you are. I'll find you. If it's Beamer, I'm punching you right in the face.
2: Why would you, why do you need to listen to sound in the, uh, all right.
0: Whatever. If it's Rothman, I'm punching you in the face. Uh, all right. It's just, everybody needs to calm If it's down. Timmy, I'm punching him
2: everywhere. sack face. <laughs> sack face. Both and all of the above. Punching him in his
0: sack face. Is that right? That's what I'm doing, too. Uh, Haskell Garrett has been reluctant to talk about getting shot in the face, but he spoke about it today. I'll tell you what he had to say coming up next. Preview It sucked to get shot I, in the face. I'm going to guess it did. Common man and T Bone on the fan.
1: Fan traffic
3: from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
4: Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Traffic is beginning to build. Slowdowns expected on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 west split and the 71 east split. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
6: And sweaty. Don't be like kumquat and beaver Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaver can trust.
1: The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone.
0: If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what the hell are you doing? Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Do it. And leave us a nice five-star review. We appreciate it. Uh Haskell Garrett. I guess it's... Accurate to say, former Buckeye defensive tackle. Now, well, sure, yeah, that he's, he's entering the draft. the draft. Yeah, he was on NFL Network's Good Morning Football. He was talking about getting shot in the face. Most of these details we already knew. Uh, he said that he was, you know, it was late at night. He was hanging out with friends, and then started to walk back home. He said, "I saw another man hit a woman." And one of our core values at the Ohio State is Title IX, respect women. So immediately my instincts are to go help that woman. Yeah, I don't know if that needs to be taught as a core value to stand up for someone that's in danger. But yes, I understand the the point of it. I understand, too. I know what
2: you're saying, though, is... Yeah, it's, it's good that that is being instilled at Ohio State. It needs to be said more often in our society, but that's good that Ohio State has helped instill that in people who maybe before were not aware of that or didn't think that way.
0: Yes, so he says he pushed the man away from her. When he looked back at the guy, everything just went black. Oh. So clearly he was shot in the face. He says, the next thing I knew, I picked myself up in a pile of blood. I didn't have my phone. It was either lay here and die or run back to the apartment and get help from Pete Werner, who is his roommate. And so he said he went back to the apartment, was banging on the door until Pete answered the door. One little thing that I didn't know when he said he was walking home and spitting out blood the entire time so he didn't choke on the blood. Ugh, I mean sure. I can't I can't imagine what that I must feel like, I what's running either. through your mind. He said that once he got to the hospital though. It was really the best case scenario because he was shot in the face, but somehow the bullet, I mean, he lost five teeth Mm. in this thing, but somehow the bullet didn't hit any other bones, didn't hit any jaw bones, nothing like that. It went from one cheek to the other cheek, passed through. I mean it could do some serious damage. Oh, of course. Yeah. We're I talking mean, reconstructive surgery if that's the case. Well, I mean let like, alone bleeding to death. Well,
2: you're inches from it going into your brain. Of course. I mean it's just yeah, I mean it's a horrifying I, I can't imagine what goes through your mind to have a gun pointed at you and have it actually the trigger pulled. That's anybody I would think is a nightmare scenario for them. I can't I can't I don't know how he how like the the post traumatic stuff from that would I think put a lot of people to say, and rightfully so. Yeah, I don't know if I can like function normally for a while. I may not be able to go just go play football, but somehow he was able to do that in relatively quick time, and I, I don't know how that. Well, happened.
0: Speaking of relatively quick time, I mean he had several surgeries, had to have dental work done, obviously. Sure. Within two months, he's on the field for Ohio State. That's what I'm two saying. Months. I,
2: I yeah. I can't fathom how from the physical aspect of that you can come back and do it, let alone the mental aspect, which is an underrated part of all this. Is I, I can't fathom that for him. So the fact he was able to do that is, is to me like a superhuman thing. I don't know
0: how he did it. Sometimes I'm aware of that I'm actually talking on a microphone and thousands of people are listening to me. And it just hit me while I was reading this story that they never caught the person who did this maybe the person who shot haskell garrett is listening to me talk about haskell garrett right now wild to think about maybe someone is in their car listening to this right now who shot him because they didn't catch this dude no and and
2: well it said the man and women the man and woman both fled the scene yeah they got the hell out of there
0: right so i you're right you know he didn't get a good look at this guy it was dark and he said once he turned around to face the guy that's when he shot him and everything went black yeah, that's a
2: that's a really weird thought. But well, if you, if you're listening to this now, you know like this all happened. If you want to make it right? You could always go like turn yourself in and say, "Hey." Well,
0: I'm sure that's not going to happen. Well,
2: I'm but just pointing it out just <laughs> just for what it's worth. You're good able for Haskell to do Garrett.
0: That. I'm sure he will uh, have a nice career playing on Sundays and overcoming overcoming something like that. Well, it, it, I think this is one of those moments that's
2: worth noting. And you and I are guilty of this all the time. You don't think about this stuff. Like, there will come a point where someone will say, "Man, Haskell Garrett's not getting it done in the NFL." Right? Like, I'm saying that because they say that for every player ever. There will people who will say that about Tom Brady at some point because no one can play this game forever. Well, maybe Tom Brady can, but my point is, sometimes we get caught up in all that. You forget, and it's not like you have to bring this up all the time either. Hopefully, they stop bringing it up every time he plays a down of football. But Like the amount of stuff he's overcome to get to the NFL, the draft is such a big moment in that way. Even whenever he gets drafted, third round, second round, fourth round, I don't know where he's gonna go. But whenever he gets drafted, that is going to be a monster accomplishment. To have gotten drafted by a pro football team when he steps out on the field for the first time, takes a first snap in an NFL game, that's gonna be a monster accomplishment. Regardless of if he plays ten years and is an all-pro or whatever else happens in his career. That's a a huge accomplishment to just get to that
0: point, especially after everything else that's happened to him. Well, that's why I I sort of understand, you know, and he's not going to be a first round guy. He's not going to be at the draft, but guys who go to the draft and then they go up to the podium and they give Roger Goodell a big hug. Sure. You know, a lot of people are like, why would you do that? Why would you give him a big hug? He didn't care about you. It's not even about him. I could be up there and I call your name. The emotions just take over you. And you're going to hug anybody who's there.
2: Oh, yeah. Whether I, it's
0: Roger Goodell or me or
2: you. I feel like, and again, maybe this is a cheap way to explain it, but I feel like like this would be to those guys, to a lot of them, I've had three kids. I have been in the delivery room and seen all that. Those days, for me, were some of the most emotional and happy I've ever been because the ordeal was done. My wife is okay. The baby is healthy. Anyone walked into that room, I'm probably hugging him in that moment and just be like, can you believe it? We made it. This is good. This is a good day. I am guessing for a guy who's in their early 20s, and probably for a lot of people who aren't in their early 20s, if you found out you were getting life-changing money and your dream has come true to make it to the NFL, it's on par with getting married, having a baby, anything big, life event like that. It's as big as anything like that.
0: You also have to understand, too, for a lot of these guys, since they've been 12 years old, they've been told this is what you're good for. Right. This is all you're good for, well, sadly. and now, now you've made it. Right,
2: and that's I think that's what a lot of guys deal with. Once they get through with playing football, they're told this is what your
0: value is, and then someone says, well, you can't do it anymore, and you're 27. Well, here's something that somebody else does. I saw J.R. Smith is living his best life. Yeah, he is. J.R. Smith, obviously longtime NBA guy. He's made tens of millions of dollars, but he went back to school and wanted to play golf, collegiate golf. So he's at North Carolina A&T. And I saw that he's got like a couple NIL sponsorship deals out of out of the situation. Good for him. But I also saw today he was named North Carolina A and T's Academic Athlete of the Year. He earned a 4.0 GPA while pursuing a degree in liberal studies and competing on the golf team. J.R. Smith is living his best life. Hey, man, that's if you're going to go back to school after having that long NBA career, he's
2: not just going and kind of there to just show up and play golf, right? I mean, he's got a 4.0.
0: Good for him. That's that's hard for anyone to he do. He took a picture of the little award that he had. He was very excited. It says, Earl Smith third, Academic Athlete of the Year, 4.0. You me, and I man. are getting a 4.0 in anything.
2: No, but I. I fair enough. I'm just saying, with J.R. Smith, that's one of those things we've talked about. Things you can't buy. We were talking about time earlier, right? You can't buy a 4.0. You just either got to be good enough to get. Now you can pay a tutor you get all the help you need if you're of someone who have means who could do that Maybe but some people can buy a 4.0
0: oh
2: you think so well i don't know all right i'm i would hope you're not able to do that at a good institution of higher learning i hope you just walk into the dean's office and be like how much is it oh, going like north to get carolina where
0: they just create classes for you like i said there you go i'm
2: gonna hope that that's not what's
0: happening now, now. we're gonna spend the day talking about how to rewind a vcr tape are you getting that would entail that
2: at North Carolina you actually had to show up for any class? Because that was one of those no-show classes where you just had to put your name on a paper and they pretty much filled it all out for you. The
0: Virginia Attorney General's Office will open an investigation into allegations that the Washington commanders engaged in financial shenanigans. Um, I, I, I said this last week or the week before. I don't see a scenario where they are not forced to sell that team. The Snyders are not forced to sell that team. This is just this is too bad of a look for the NFL. The we're talking about yesterday Amazon wants to give them 100 million dollars for one football game. The Black Friday game. I don't know why you want to jeopardize all of this. You are just printing money for a guy like Daniel Snyder and Tanya Snyder too. Like we we look at Daniel Snyder as a piece of crap. Tanya's probably just as big of a piece of crap. She's been around. She's been involved. If Could they're en- if they're engaging in financial improprieties, I'm sure she's got her hand in it too. Could be. You're right. I'll just say this. I
2: know what you're getting at there. With Daniel Snyder, I don't think the man has any shame. I don't think he cares. This is going to be on everyone else in the NFL. Well, that's the thing. It's not about if he you doesn't know. care. It's well, about right. enough of to...
0: the owners to say, enough of this. This is bad PR for us. Yes.
2: And for the owners to then say, I am willing to understand that if suddenly nine allegations come up against me, I may also lose my team. I wonder how many of these rich guys are going to say, yeah, I'm going to vote for that to institute a policy. Now, that means I could lose my team over a bunch of this stuff. You're right. We're as close as we've ever been to seeing it. But I'm saying I wonder if they will because. In almost every other scenario we talk about with these team owners that have given up their teams, it's because, yes, they were asked to, but they ultimately decided, I will. Dan Snyder has shown you he is not giving this thing up until someone basically says league action, it is required, and then there will be lawsuits. I wouldn't be surprised if he sues on all the way out the door, but he does not seem like
0: he wants to give this thing up. Maybe I'm wrong. We're going to see something we've never seen before during the first round of the NFL Draft on Thursday night. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan.
1: Fan traffic.
3: From the Meister's
4: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that North Meadows Boulevard, north of North Meadows Court. Please avoid the area. There is still a police investigation ongoing. Plan on some heavy slowdowns there as well. You'll also find some backups on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Striving Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Don't worry, we don't get bones analogies allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Happy Tuesday. I have something to read. Oh yeah, you should do that. Join the fan, 10TV, and the Ohio Education Association as we honor classroom heroes. Teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. Nominate your classroom hero at 971thefan.com slash heroes. Slash heroes. Uh, Something's going to happen on Thursday during the draft that has never happened before. Eight teams have two first-round picks. That's the first time in history. The previous record for the most teams with multiple first-round picks was six, which happened in 2020, 1989, 1974, 1973. That's uh, pretty incredible that that never happened before. Here are the teams. Lions, Packers, Texans, Chiefs, Giants, Jets, Saints, uh, Eagles. Uh, got any gum? <laughs> Is that eight? I think so. I don't know. I, was, I wasn't I was counting. I figured it was in the story. <laughs> By the way, eight teams without a first-round pick is also an all-time record. Yeah, I guess that would make sense, eight right? Teams will tried not,
2: it, <laughs> there's going to be a reciprocal number of teams that don't have a pick unless they got it from somewhere else. But yeah, it's it's a weird thing, right? Because I think more and more teams are starting to realize the value of stockpiling your first-round picks to go then make a run and try to kickstart things quickly, but that... That group of teams is not all like the also-ran gross teams, right? I mean, you said the Chiefs in there. Yeah. There's plenty of teams that are fairly decent in that mix. But you would think it would it would
0: kind of be the opposite now because, you know, back in the day, the only way to build a winner was through the draft. If you were relying on free agency or trades to transform your roster, you're going to suck. Right. It just didn't happen. You didn't see good players changing teams like this, like you do now. The trade market is is viable. You can always get somebody in the trade market. We got franchise quarterbacks that are seemingly on the block every single offseason. Free agency's never been more of a thing. I would think there'd be less of a focus on draft picks. Well, but don't you think
2: I mean, I think you just hit on it, right? Because you said there have never been another way to look at that stat is there's never been eight teams that own had no first round picks, right? Fair so enough, yeah. those eight teams trading out of their picks is why you have eight more teams that have two. And then next year, some of those same teams that this year have two may have none because they'll be doing the same thing you're talking about, trading out to go get a guy and then swapping you know the picks for that guy. And, and it's not a terrible solution. It's not a terrible idea. Like you said, player movement is on the rise in the NFL.
0: Phil Mickelson is really sorry about aligning himself with the Saudis, but he still wants to take their money. Or at least he wants the option to take their money. So he's registered to play in the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open in June. However, his agents have released requested a release from the PGA Tour to allow him to play in the first event of the Saudi Arabian-financed... Is it Liv? I don't that what we're know. calling it? Or is it L-I-V? I have no idea. I'm going to say Liv Tyler. Golf Invitational Series okay. in London in June. Uh, his agent says he is not committed to playing in the Saudi event. He just wants the option to do so. I see. That's It's very interesting with
2: that whole statement that he made and then obviously the subsequent apologies because in the first statement, like a lot of people talked about how much this ruined his reputation in the PGA, but you read those comments and he basically also, I would have thought, ruined his reputation with the people who are putting on these tournaments, right? Like with these business partners where he basically said, hey, I know there are a bunch of murderers, but ah, I got to do it. And it's, it's just, I'm surprised they want to partner up with him at this point. I, they he just want to make money. Yeah, I guess you're right. It just seems like a man without, like he's just on an island by himself, more or less, I would
0: think. They but, know that Phil Mickelson's involvement is their best chance at respectability. Well, maybe it was, but what now? Right, right, I don't know. Like the guy that you pinned all your hopes on is
2: someone who's become a little bit of a toxic brand. And remember the reason why all this happened, which still boggles my mind. Part of what drove Phil Mickelson to even want to entertain going and working with someone else as opposed to the PGA. Yeah, there's a bottom line there of you might get some more money out of an individual tournament, but Phil doesn't need that money. Phil Mickelson wants to get the rights to all of his images, all of the photos, all of his audio, all of his video. Right now, the PGA Tour owns all that. So if someone's going to make an NFT out of it, which of course is all the rage right now, he does not get a pro. If he wants to do that, he basically has to ask the PGA, can I have permission to use my face on an NFT? Can I have my permission to sell my own clips of me hitting you know, bombs off the tee box or whatever or sinking a birdie putt? Can I have the rights to that video so I can sell it as an NFT? And then they'll probably say, sure, you can have it, but you got to pay or you got to have some you know, amount of money that comes back to us. And he thinks that's wrong. While that might be true, that is wrong or whatever. I'm saying it's not wrong. Just stand back and look at the fact that Phil Mickelson is, has had all this happen in part because of NFTs. That's part of why we are here, which is, is so weird to me that he cares that much about that particular aspect of revenue, given that he's already made more money than most of us would ever know how to spend in a lifetime.
0: Uh, the Nets were swept out by the Celtics last night. So all the drama that you had this season with the Kyrie vaccine situation and all the drama that Kyrie just normally brings you by being Kyrie. Yep. All the Ben Simmons stuff. Will he, won't he? Is he going to play in game four? You know, All the pundits come out and, and talk about how weak he is and how he has no competitive fire. Maybe true. Who the hell knows? Time will, t- time will tell. But the Nets, a super team, go home. Without one playoff victory. Of course, the Lakers, the other team that people are talking about in the preseason, the other super team, they go home not even making the playoffs. That is part of the Dick Mascheter-Ford fan poll today. Which NBA super team had a more disappointing finish to their season? The Nets or the Lakers? Who are you picking?
2: Uh, <laughs> I would say the Nets. Nah, I think I'm going to go with the Nets there. I mean, yes, they made the playoffs, but... They, they were thinking they were going to be championship contenders. There were a lot of people before the season who looked at the Lakers and said, that's not real that they can contend for a championship. That team's not going to work out too well together. There were a lot of people who thought Kevin Durant at the time, James Harden, and of course, Kyrie Irving, the three of those guys should be able to get to a championship game, no questions asked in the East. Obviously, James Harden's no longer a part of that equation, but...
0: No, but to your point, there were people talking, even when James Harden was gone, there were people saying, nobody wants to play the Nets in the playoffs. Sure. They're yeah. going to be a tough out. Yeah. So that's
2: that's a pretty weird situation that happened. And I will say, man, some of the quotes, I don't know if you saw from Kyrie, some of the stuff he said after the game, but, you know. Kyrie looks like young Grady from Sanford and Son, by the way. I'll take I'll take your word for it, but. Yeah, I'll I'll say, cause he had this to say. He said, I felt like I was letting the team down where I wasn't able to play. It became a distractions at time. Yeah. No kidding. Right? Yeah. Is he <laughs> saying me.
0: he would do things differently or is he saying? Still- no, no, no.
2: I, I think if anything, he's, I didn't hear the entirety of the, the conversation, but knowing what he said in the past, I'm going to guess he was bringing up the fact that, yeah, and it sucks that I wasn't allowed to play because of the stupid rule about this. Right? Like, okay. I don't think All he's right. coming through and saying, Yeah, in hindsight, I got the vaccine now. And boy, I was, I should have done that earlier. I don't think that's the tenor of what he's saying. But how about this one? He was talking about whether or not he's going to come back and play for the Nets. And he said he plans to re sign with Brooklyn. He said, When I say I'm here with Kev, I think that really entails us managing this franchise together alongside Joe and Sean. Joe Sean. is Joe Sy, and Sean is Sean Marks, who are the. Uh, governor and uh, uh, GM of the team. I don't know why I blinked on Sean Markster for a second. Anyway, he basically said, yeah, I'm coming back to play because me and Kevin Durant are going to run this team with those two guys. We're going to make all the decisions, right? Again, I don't probably are. You're probably right, but I don't know why you would. I don't know why you would do that at this point. And and as much as the entire sports media is crapping on Ben Simmons right now, and and there's probably plenty good reason for that. Mm, Whoa. Sorry, I just had In a flat tire. I don't You're know okay? what happened. <laughs> you need to start almost, belching on the air like me. I almost choked talking. I've never had that. Jump happen what, on your own spit. I don't know what happened. You swallow your Adam's
0: apple. I guess I
2: did. Well, well, you know what?
0: Was, let's take a break, and then you can recover.
2: Well, it's all I was going to say is Kevin Durant deserves some blame. That's all, because he sucked. And and by the way, it's hard to be as good as Kevin Durant is at the age Kevin Durant is. Sometimes it is hard, and they fall quickly. And you saw Kevin Durant in this
0: series now look nearly like himself. Uh, Rapid Fire is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and
4: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for police activity on North Meadows Boulevard north of North Meadows Court. Please avoid the area as things get cleaned up in that area. You'll also find delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 West Split and the 71 East Split. About a five-minute backup over there. Striving Port is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print and Marketing Services helps small business print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now get ten dollars off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend fifty dollars or more. Offer ends on May 28th. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. I'm Leana Ray with Banner.
1: you can trust. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is his Common Man and T-Bone. Tonight on The Fan, it's the Buckeye show. It's 6.
0: And then it's 6.30. One of three games left to go in the season. Jackets in Tampa. Coverage starts 6.30. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Rapid fire.
1: Rapid Rapid.
3: Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy. Rapid fire number
5: one. Will Garrett Wilson be selected in the top 10 of the draft?
0: I'm going to say yes, just because there are enough teams like the Jets at 10. The Jets have been rumored to be involved with wide receivers in the trade market. If a guy like Garrett Wilson's on the board at 10, I can't see the Jets passing on him.
2: Yeah, I would think that. Given what we just saw the Bengals do with Jamar Chase, wide receiver talent is going to be so valued in this draft. I'd be shocked if he doesn't go in the top 10. And honestly, I think you can see both guys go off the board from Ohio State, him and Chris Olave in
5: the top 15. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting night in that regard. Rapid fire number two.
0: Which quarterback will be taken first in the draft,
5: and will it happen in the first 10 picks?
0: I know a lot of people are back on Kenny Pickett now because he's, his hands are growing, I guess. I think it's going to be Malik Willis. And even though some people think he's going to fall to 20 with the Steelers, I'm not saying that he normally would be worthy of a top 10 pick. But there are teams 8-9, and nine, Falcons and Seahawks. I can't see them passing on a quarterback if they're there. So I'd say it's him and he goes somewhere 8-9. I tend to think
2: it's going to be a quarterback in the top 10. I do think it'll be Kenny Pickett. But either way, I, I could see Malik Willis going too. What I'm getting to, though, is the same thing you're saying. There are too many desperate teams. They draft high because they say, look, what are we going to do? Try to trade back up to get to 20 to draft the guy we want because that's the right value for him? No, we have a pick at 9 or 10 or 8 or whatever you know number it is that they think, yes, we're going to get our guy. They don't want to get jumped by someone else. They don't want to let that guy fall to them. I could even see if the Steelers are dead set on it. And they really believe one of these guys is their guy. I can see them trading up to do it, if anything. Yeah, it's not their style. I know, but I'm saying... See how desperate they are. What do you want to do? Wait another year? Maybe they will. But I'm guessing most teams in that position are saying, no, we'd like to try it now with the quarterback that we believe in. And then if he sucks, we can draft another one
5: next year because starting quarterbacks on their rookie deals are not that expensive. Rapid fire number three. What should the Bengals do with their first-round pick? Trade up, trade back, take a specific position, or just take the best player available?
0: I think where this team is now, you know, reigning AFC champions, I think you just take the best player that's available on the board. You've gone out in the offseason. You think you've upgraded the offensive line. Don't put yourself in a position at 31 where you feel like you have to reach. No, so I'd no, say take I, the best player you can.
2: I can understand that. I will say... I think that they should look at it as a strategy that modifies this a little bit. Ted, your question, I would say best deal available. So if a deal comes along where someone knocks your socks off to say, yeah, we want to trade back up in the first round. Cool. Then do it and take that deal and add to the level of picks. You've got picks. Or if you're just sitting there saying, yeah, no one has wanted to trade with us. We have this pick. Well, then use it and get the guy that you think fills the biggest need because I don't think at this point with the Bengals, they've got a ton of holes to fill. They need to be very conscientious about keeping this roster built. But if you can get picks and move back, I'd be fine with it because you're not trying to just win next year. You're trying to win for the next 10 years. That means you've got to have draft picks all up and down the board. And if someone gives you a few picks to move up a few spots, then I would make that deal
5: rapid fire number four will baker mayfield be on the browns roster this time next week
0: no no i think he's traded i think the browns eat most of the contract and i think he'll wind up in carolina that's my pick uh
2: i don't know if he'll end up in carolina but i do not think he'll
5: be in Cleveland much beyond this point i will agree with you that he is he is gone rapid fire number five if you could only use one condiment for the rest of your life then what would it
0: be that is a tough question it's a very difficult one. Um, I'm not usually a huge condiment guy. Man, that's tough. Well, you know, I mean, I was, like like mayo is a condiment, It right? is, but you know what? I can get away. As much as I enjoy mayo, I can get away on a sandwich just doing a little oil and vinegar and call sure, it a day. Sure. There's other things I could put on the sandwich. You know what I think the answer is going to be? It's not that it's my favorite condiment, but if you told me I could never have... A hot dog or a brat without mustard again? I think I'd almost want to kill myself. I mean, mine is the same reason,
2: but it's ketchup. I mean, just because if I couldn't have a See, hot I'm not, dog... that's gosh. fine.
0: I'm not a ketchup guy. <laughs> I'm a mustard guy. I know it annoys you to put ketchup on a hot I dog. Am not a, I'm not a fan of ketchup. I use ketchup for one thing, and that is to dip fries in. And that's even, a very good thing, Even though. then... I would prefer mayonnaise to dip fries. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. We've had this discussion. I know.
2: I will say this, though. Ketchup is a close second. Here's my actual pick because of its versatility. Barbecue sauce. Mm. Because... You've got, you can still dip fries in barbecue sauce and it's pretty good. You know what? I didn't think about
0: barbecue sauce. Barbecue I may change my answer.
2: Because barbecue sauce can go on like chicken things, right? Yeah. You can obviously dip a lot of things in barbecue sauce. You can use barbecue sauce on a pizza and get that whole thing going with the chicken and the onions and. Mm, we we're, we're not
0: talking about tomato sauce as a condiment.
2: No, right? no, no. I'm saying, but. I'm saying barbecue sauce, if you only get one condiment, like if I pick honey mustard, that means I can't ever have a barbecue chicken pizza the way I like it with barbecue sauce on it. That would be absent. That's what I'm saying. Barbecue sauce is in a lot of things that I like. You can make a good meatloaf and put a barbecue sauce glaze
0: well, on it. Well, to your point, I mean, barbecue sauce is just fancy ketchup. Then you can, sub, you can sub barbecue sauce for all your ketchup things. Exactly. And, I mean, I if, if someone said you only get one
2: condiment, and I'm doing barbecue sauce, well, I can make barbecue sauce. I know the recipes, but then that means I can tweak them to if I want really spicy or if I want a little more of a sweet sauce. I could have a variety of barbecue sauces. It's a very
5: versatile condiment. I think that's my answer. Teddy, what's your answer? One condiment forever. Well, probably like Ketchup was probably my favorite, but I was leaning towards mustard because I put that on more things, and I think I well, would use that, but then... Sure. I didn't think barbecue sauce either, so now I'm circling back around and I'm choosing barbecue sauce. That Bone talked me into it. I I think that would, uh, you know, be better to use on more things. Is now a good time to mention I've launched my own line of barbecue sauces? (laughs) Go
2: ahead,
0: you and wrestling announcer Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Buy my barbecue sauce. (laughs) broken them in half.
2: I'll tell you what, though, I did find like a
0: sugar-free
2: barbecue sauce at the grocery store. And, you know, trying to eat right and all that stuff. Yeah. Changed my, I, I put that on like every single thing I can now. Cause all it's, right. it's good. Well, it's
0: nice to have the, like, the option. Now, Yankees announcer Michael Kay would not have any issue with this question. Because Michael Kay says that he's never had a condiment in his life. That is crazy. I forgot about that. Never tried ketchup, never tried mustard, never tried mayonnaise. This guy's a 60 year old man, says he's never had a condiment in his life. That is, I, I still don't understand that
2: because not only is he the Yankees broadcaster, he does like a, is he still doing that drive time show in New York? Yeah, he
0: does that and he's got the thing with A-Rod on Sunday oh, night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The I, A-Rod cast or whatever the hell they're calling that. I guess we shouldn't be surprised the people who we see on television
2: or here on the radio are weird because. No, but it's not even like, like Timmy Hall doesn't like mayonnaise. Yeah. But, but he's to like tried, tried it. condiment is Michael fine. Michael
0: K contends he's never tried it.
2: I do <laughs> At some point, you're just being stubborn, right? We're well past that point, buddy. That's what I'm saying. At some point, he had a conscious decision to be like, you know, you never had this stuff. You ought to give it a try. You're an adult now. And he's like, no, it's a principle for me. I don't do it because I don't believe in it. Okay, (laughs) then do
0: your thing, but that's weird. The Trevor Bauer saga continues. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From
4: the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident causing delays on I-70 eastbound at Hamilton Road. Traffic is stop and go in this area and still continues to build. Caution is advised. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown as things get cleaned up. traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Gabriel about holistic, healthy living at Fresh Time's Vitamins and Body Care sale. Now through April 26th, save 25% on over 5,000 wellness products from immune-boosting supplements to nourishing skin care. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald? Bald, bald? Here's Man and Bone.
0: Game show is coming up at 5.34. What's the game this week, Boner? We are going to do some
2: Arnold trivia in honor of Arnold Schwarzenegger, just because. Figured we'd do some movie trivia, some maybe some life trivia with Arnold. We'll find out. Who is your daddy, and what does
5: he do?
0: Name that movie. Trevor Bauer. We were talking about him yesterday with Jason Stark. He has filed suit against the San Diego woman who accused him of sexual assault, claiming defamation and torturous interference while seeking unspecified monetary and punitive 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 Puni- punitive Poo- yep. Poo- <laughs> punitive punitive no it's punitive uh, damages uh in the suit Bauer's attorneys say the woman fabricated allegations of sexual assault pursued bogus criminal and civil actions made false and malicious statements generalized or generated a media blit- blitz based well, on her lies in an effort to destroy Bauer's reputation, garner attention for herself and extract millions of dollars. Hmm. Uh, you know, Jason was talking about this on or yesterday. I asked him about it because he, Trevor Bauer's leave was extended again by Major League Baseball and the Players Association, and I asked him what the end game was. And he said the end game for the Dodgers was that they never want him to pitch in their uniform again and that Major League Baseball will suspend him for a significant period of time. And he doesn't think that Trevor Bauer will ever pitch in Major League Baseball again. The uh, local district attorney's office has already come out and said, there is not enough evidence to pursue any criminal charges. So that's not going to be the case, at least not with this woman. You know, who the hell knows what happened in other relationships and other situations. Maybe that changes. But... Look, I don't like Trevor Bauer. You and I have talked about Trevor Bauer for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as much as it would bring me joy to have his life ruined because he's ruined other people's and never pitch in Major League Baseball again... I do have a little bit of a problem with a team like the Dodgers sort of taking the moral high road and trying to get off of this scot free because there were real questions about Trevor Bauer's character before he signed with the Dodgers. You and I would talk about it all the time. And yet the Dodgers said, "Well, he's good. Who cares? He's here's a bunch of money. Come pitch oh, for know. us." Yeah. And now they're morally outraged. I think this has more to do with Trevor Bauer being a really bad teammate and a pain in the a pain in the ass than some sort of sexual deviant in their mind. Well, maybe that,
2: but let's... The details of this case are too hard to go into on the radio, but put it this way. He's into some gross, kinky stuff. Yes, but the allegation this woman is making is, yeah, I consented to a lot of kinky whatever things. Then he did things I did not consent to and wasn't awake or conscious for... And so how could I possibly have consented to them when I was not conscious so that I'll leave it at that. You can go read more on it. I feel like this thing that Trevor Bauer's putting out today is more along the lines of trying to convince people who are ignorant of the situation. And I don't use that to be mean. I am saying it in its truest form. If you've not read up on this case, if you've not followed along with what's been going on in it. You you can be called ignorant of that, and that's not me being rude. It's just you haven't read the details, and he's banking on that. His lawyer is banking on that. They are trying to muddy the waters here and say, see, we didn't have criminal charges, and now we're pursuing legal action against this woman to try to recoup some of the lost money, I guess, or damages or whatever they're trying to get out of her, to basically admit that this is all wrong. And that is... If you I'm guessing when this gets thrown out later or when this gets dismissed later, you will hear Naria peep about it because he's trying to basically salvage his reputation. Major League Baseball has in their bylaws a code that says if you do things with someone else and they don't consent to it and we find out about it, regardless of if you get criminal charges or not, we can suspend you forever and you never have to see another baseball diamond as long as you live. They have that rule. They've chosen so far not to pursue that with him because they know who they're dealing with in Trevor Bauer. Right now, everybody's just kind of parked on this, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, this, this pause that they've got in this situation. But more or less, you're right. The Dodgers are waiting out this contract, hoping it just goes away and he goes away.
0: I'm not saying that he should play baseball. He shouldn't. I find him morally reprehensible. And it's a shame that he can't be put in jail. But I think that there also needs to be some sort of reckoning for these teams that knowingly take chances on pieces of crap. I get what you're saying, but the piece of crap
2: part of what Trevor Bauer did, you're right. There was a thing where he had led like an online harassment basically against someone who ripped him as a player, and then he sicked all of his crazies on, what was she, like college student? Was she a college student or a high school student? I can't remember, but younger woman I don't know. under 25 and and basically this woman talked about how her life got ruined for a few months because it just was non-stop harassment from all his idiot people that he you know went after her with. That's bad, right? Dodgers should be culpable for not giving that guy millions of dollars. In the grand scheme of pro sports though, that's something that unfortunately you're seeing teams willing to take a chance on guys where there's a little bit of a I'm not sure. I don't know that Dodgers should then have to say, yeah, and you should have to go play this guy or have him be out there because you knew this was possible. Maybe, oh, no, 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 no. maybe I, they didn't know
0: this level of no, I'm not saying what's going the on. The Dodgers should be forced to play him. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But when they do suspend him from Major League Baseball, the Dodgers will not be liable for his contract.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying is I think Major League Baseball is just trying to say, we're going to keep paying you until this thing runs out and the Dodgers are not going to have to play you. So you get
0: your money. So you can't be mad about that. And if you want to go well, play somewhere else, you can shouldn't get his money. They should be able to suspend him just based on what you said. I, I, but agree the Dodgers with you. should be forced to take the money they were going to pay him and give it to a women's charity. I, <laughs> I'd be fully on board
2: with that. I just, you're right. The Dodgers should not skate for taking a chance on a guy who's a. And
0: you know what? A, like if a, a piece of crap. If in my it opinion. comes out down the road that there's more stuff that we didn't know about, the Browns should be in the same boat. Oh, a hundred percent. And and even worse. Because Trevor Bauer wasn't facing twenty-two civil cases when the no. Dodgers decided to give him the money and the contract.
2: I, this this allegation, as far as I know,
0: was not out there, right? When all this happened, I don't think I so. I don't think so, but I want to say there was another woman. Was there? Okay, who came forward? Not. I just I mean, can't we, remember we on the learn, timeline if that was first or not. We didn't learn details like this. Yeah. Clearly,
2: it, look. The reality is there's a lot of guys that personally are not my guy in sports. But when you go to this level that it appears he did, according to this testimony, if that is true, allegedly, then yeah, I mean, he shouldn't be a part of baseball. And that's why baseball's not putting him out on the field. Like you can say all you want. If you're a fanboy, of Trevor Bauer, he's getting, you know, this is not fair. This is not right. I, I don't know what to tell you. Major League Baseball is looking at this and saying there's nothing here that shows us that this guy didn't have some pretty
0: bad stuff going on. I don't think there's a lot of Trevor Bauer fanboys anymore. Well, man. I would hope not but we've seen stranger things. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
3: traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
4: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-70 Eastbound on Hamilton Road. Traffic is backed up to James Road in this area, but a five-minute backup is expected. You'll also find delays on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. Stuffing report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessit are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at Ohio Le. E-C-E-T dot Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Banned Traffic. Oh,
6: hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. and sweaty. Don't be like kumquat and beaver queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. K Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
1: And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, because fat. here's Man and Bone.
0: Game show coming up at five thirty-four. What's the game boner? We're doing some Arnold trivia
2: for you in the game show today, Mike. I just read some quotes that have caused me to question why I even go on the internet. And if you're saying I know why that you go be, on the internet, that's that can fine. Be many things. Why do I go on the internet at work? Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> this is. I'm going to read you the quotes and then I'll tell you the where this came from. If you're not familiar, Machine Gun Kelly. Former rapper turned like pop punk star, he and Megan Fox are an item, okay. Megan Fox had an interview. She in this interview confirms that she and Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood. Oh, that's normal. Here's a quote. It's just a few drops, but oh. yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion. For ritual purposes only.
0: Oh, thank God it's something normal for like that. For ritual purposes. Like when you're sacrificing a goat, maybe you'll spill a couple well, you know, drops you, of your own You don't own want blood it to go to waste. Right. Right. Just ritual purposes only. Get some only. of that in your fresca. Nothing crazy like nutrition. <laughs> no, it's not like I think I'm getting healthy no, from drinking No, I know, I know that. Blood. It's just a ritual. Yeah, we're just turning each other into vampires. You know how it
2: works. She goes on. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just... Cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, Take my soul.
0: Mm-hmm. It's almost like these celebrities that we worship are not normal or adjusted people. It's almost like that. Well, if you'd like to read more about
2: this very normal and well adjusted couple, you can read that full interview in What is the magazine you would anticipate those quotes came from? Probably Vampire not- Weekly. Right. <laughs> Probably not Glamour Magazine. Is, that, is it Glamour? She's got a oh, cover man. spread apparently on Glamour this month, and that's in the interview. She's like, oh, yeah, we casually drink each other's blood, you know, like young lovers do, mm-hmm. even though I don't think... I mean, she's she's still doing great for herself. I don't think Megan Fox is considered, like, young as much anymore. Whatever. Let her live. Okay. That is... Uh, Thanks for sharing, Bone. I'm just telling you, man, like... There's some people who get that this is all, like, your image and all that stuff with the celebrity culture. Like, Ozzy Osbourne used to get all this flack when I was a little kid where it was like, don't listen to Ozzy Osbourne. He's into all this crazy weirdo stuff. And then you find out later, like, a lot of these guys, the metalheads, you know, that were all thought to be these evil, terrible people. They were all like, nah, we don't really. We just drink beer and get high with. That's like our Ozzy, main Ozzy vice. Did bite the head off of a bat well no that that even got blown out of proportion where he he was told it was a prop oh someone <laughs> and he was too he stoned out of his mind it, to know it was, it was a real a, bat. no he apparently the story is he thought it was a prop and someone was supposed to throw something on stage for him unfortunately one of his crazy fans threw a real dead bat on the stage and All he right. didn't know it wasn't the prop how did and covid he, start Ozzie Ozzie that off of but that's what I am saying. Like that story gets turned into like this man believes all of it, and it's like like Alice Cooper is playing golf on the weekends. He did not believe that crap. He's just having fun. This is their way of freaking out the parents and selling more CDs. I like. I think these people actually believe this crap. If you are really doing this, right? If you are actually doing this, and it's not just a work like those things were, then you are weird. That didn't, is beyond didn't weird. Didn't
0: uh, Machine Gun Kelly date Kate Beckinsale? Did he? Are we just confu- are we just confusing him with Pete Davidson, who definitely? I want to say she was with Machine Gun Kelly too, because of course Kate Beckinsale played a vampire in Underworld. Mm, that's so right. maybe he started maybe. drinking blood with her because she was meta and said, "Well, I'm I'm like Daniel Day Lewis. If I play a vampire, I got to act like a vampire." Mm, yeah
2: what do we like i because i feel like machine gun kelly and pete davidson are easily confused in the sense that both of them do not seem to have much of an appeal and yet they are pulling
5: like tens left and right
3: mm-hmm.
5: teddy was i right there were pictures of them together but she says that they were not an item
2: oh but, they did uh,
0: hang out and drink each other's beer
5: <laughs> yeah i just want to point out whenever we asked ted
2: like hey who was that guy at Top three in the league in receiving last year? It's like, oh, my gosh. I've, I've talked to you in 10 minutes. <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell, where do I find that? NFL.com or something around right on the front page? Now we ask you about, like, hey, were they dating ever? You're like, oh, yeah, but they're not, not actually. They were just seen with each other. You've got the photographic evidence. You know exactly what's up. I appreciate that. I like where your
1: priorities are. Rundown. Yes. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown.
3: Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS uh guardians
0: and angels again tonight guardians shut out last night reds hosting the padres going for two in a row teddy break them up parade time all right let's go the reds are apologizing again for being dumb there was a couple situations at the ballpark where fans brought in signs that said sell the team and they were wearing bags over their head bags Bags. what's
6: in the bag
0: and they were told hey you get rid of that sign get rid of that bag or you get the hell out of here and now the Reds are saying, oops, sorry. Yes, we, of course, think that fans have the right to express themselves in the stadium. So if you bring signs saying Castellini sell the team, we'll let you live. Thank you so much for doing that, Reds. Right. You know, you, you've, you've shown that you're so in touch with this local community. That is about two seconds away from completely forgetting that you exist because they have this thing called the Cincinnati Bengals who are playing in the Super Bowl. Now, I know that's not going to be a thing every single year, but if there were ever a year during this clear tank job of a season you've put together where you should try and be nice to these people. Mm. Yeah. You know, you think just maybe this is the time. So they'll remember you and maybe throw a few ducats your way during Reds Fest during the off season and crap like that. Perhaps this should be the season instead of just alienating these people at every single turn. Well, especially given that a lot of those fans that are bringing the bags
2: to the stadium for the Reds games are like, well, I guess I got to cross off all the Bengals symbols I've put on this thing over the years. Now I got to put red stuff on it. Right. That there, that whole idea of Phil Castellini, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Drink, spill, burp, pass out. Like Phil Castellini is saying that as the Bengals are like, we, we are currently selling season tickets to this football team and I know guys like Phil Castellini don't know how this works for average people but if you are lucky enough to afford season tickets to either an NFL team or a Major League Baseball team there's a chance you're so rich you can afford to go to everything but a lot of people can't
7: Yeah, and a lot of people can afford
2: like a handful of you know, family passes to go to the Reds game, like, you know, for a family four-pack, you might get a handful of those, or you might get two Bengals games with just you and, like, a buddy or something. And they're going to be looking at, do I want to go take the whole family and go to these Reds games and put all that money in Castellini's pocket, or do I want to go watch the best team in Cincinnati right now and a sport that you probably, by and large, a lot of people there probably like more? I don't know. If I'm Phil Castellini, I'm saying, hey, uh... (laughs) See how nice the Bengals are to you? We're
0: going to be just as nice even though we can't win like they do. Reds and Padres tonight. Guaranteeing victory tonight, Teddy? Take it to the bank? Take it to the bank. Jackets in Tampa tonight. Coverage starts 6.30. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Zach Wierenski is back tonight. We learned that Sean Corrali is out for the season. Boone Jenner has officially been declared out for the season. I don't know why we needed to. Wait until this week to make that announcement. but So Zach will be back home and home with Tampa starting tonight. Catch all the action right here on the fan. (laughs) Another Buckeye safety has entered the portal. Marcus Hooker is in the portal. I think that makes three Buckeye safeties in the last couple weeks. Ryan Day said during spring bowl that this was a position of depth. And it will be tested now because you're seeing a lot of guys, I guess, Reading the tea leaves, saying I don't see much of an opportunity for myself going elsewhere.
2: Yeah, I, I I'm guessing that this was not all totally shocking to Ryan Day. I'm guessing as much as we hear about this, like wow, three guys all leaving at the same time or in the same roughly same week, that that's problematic. That's worrisome on the outside. But I'm not trying to take up for this team because we know like, occasionally we've had you know transfers go out and it doesn't work out so well for the Buckeyes when they lose a bunch of guys. But I think overall. This team is having a new with having a new defensive coordinator in there, bringing in a player, at least from Oklahoma State, who is one of the leaders on that team now comes over to try to be a leader on this team. I think it speaks to perhaps the turnover you're naturally going to see when you get a new philosophy and a new coach making those decisions. So I'm not totally worried about it yet. I think we'll let we'll let this play out. I'm willing to let a few football games be played before I say, "Uh oh, this is a huge issue.
1: Common Man and T Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown.
3: Sponsored by Mr.
0: Reuter Plumbing. 855 Misters. Formula One is having a moment in the United States of America. I don't know if that moment will last, but interest is at an all time high. The race in Miami is coming up in what, Teddy, a week? Two weeks? It's uh, next weekend, so a week from this uh, Saturday- Sunday. Week from this Sunday. And I saw that the average resale ticket price. For the race in Miami, 75,000 people capacity there, all right? Yeah. The average resale ticket price, 2400 bucks. I, I don't doubt that at all. It is a new record for F1. Uh, for comparison, the average resale ticket price for the Daytona 500, $300. Oh, yeah. There, there's no comparing.
2: As much as I like NASCAR, I enjoy Daytona 500. It's very cool there's no comparing even though they're in the same state and on the same ocean, no comparing what a crowd you attract to an F one race, because it's a worldwide global sport, right? You have got people all over the world who saw that race is going to be in Miami and said, I have to be there. No cost is to be expared. I've got to get good seats for that race. So yeah, it draws a celebrity culture. It draws a lot of high rollers. You know, NASCAR is not going to necessarily do that. Right. But not that there aren't rich guys in NASCAR, too. I'm just saying it's a it's a regional sport and a certainly a U.S.-based sport. It's not a sport no, that... No, I, I get that. There's going to be people flying in from Brazil, Colombia, etc.,
0: flying up to Miami to come to this race You're right. who
2: would never think of coming to a NASCAR race. What, what surprises
0: me about this, though, is that, that we're not talking about, like, oh, that's the most expensive resale ticket. I'm talking about the average resale ticket is $2,400. I know, man. I'm t- this And by the way,
2: guess when that record's going to be broken? When they run that street race in Las Vegas, the number will be shattered again. And I told I said this the moment they announced it. I want to go to an F1 race really bad. We've talked about trying to go. And then we looked at ticket prices and you looked at humans and said, no, thanks. But (laughs) (laughs) but I will tell you now, I have no, you could give me tickets to the F1 race in Vegas. I wouldn't want to go. Because it is going to be jammed with people and it is going to be a lot of people who are there to be seen, not necessarily to enjoy that sport for what it is. I'd much rather go as much as, you know, Austin, Texas and I haven't had the greatest relationship over the years. I'd much rather go to Circuit of the Americas in Austin because that's going to be looked at as the low rent option. I'd rather go there where you actually just get to watch the race and it won't be quite as, you know, snooty with everybody coming in and wanting to be seen.
0: Drew Brees could be ready to kick NBC to the curb. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the
1: fan fan traffic.
4: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-70 Eastbound on Hamilton Road. All lanes have reopened to that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some slow traffic on Westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Traffic is delayed there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio 811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near projects. It's the law Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below i'm Leanna ray with fan traffic oh
6: hello i was talking to my annoying friend duchess kumquat and sweaty. Don't be like cumquat and beaver queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company beaver queef can trust.
1: These two probably should have stayed in their basements. <laughs> You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Bone, do you remember the Alliance of American Football? I uh, seem to recall that being a thing for a hot second. Yeah, they were a spring football league that didn't make it through its first season. I'm sure that'll never happen again. Mm, Yeah. You know, Fox is committed, and then the XFL will be back. And after all, The Rock is good in movies, so that must mean he'll put together a spring league that we want to watch. Of course. Uh, The businessman, who was one of the early investors in a failed professional football league called the Alliance of American Football, pleaded guilty yesterday to charges accusing him in a 600 million cryptocurrency scheme. Reggie Fowler was charged with bank fraud, wire fraud, other offenses that prosecutors say contributed to the AAF's quick demise in 2019. Yes, and the fact that it sucked and no one watched it. Well, that I know, too. but
2: they're, the argument they're making is, yeah, but if if that hadn't happened, we would have had the money to stay in business for four or five years and build that audience up. But reminder that if you've forgotten how that saga went, that was the... Uh, who. Oh, who was the NBC executive that... Dick Ebersole. Yes. His son was the one who ended up going around saying like, yeah, we've got all the backing. We're good. We got all this financing. And then it turned out this guy with the $600 million crypto scheme was one of the big backers who suddenly wasn't cutting checks anymore. And who did they go to? Wasn't it the Keynes owner who they said, you have to bail us out? That guy showed up, bailed him out I for a I think you're hot, right. Like, yeah. I don't know, two or three weeks and then basically said, Oh, wait, no, never mind.
0: This will make no money. Well, he didn't bail him out. He, he owned the entire That's thing. What I mean. They he handed off all ownership to this guy. Right. Yeah. And he said all the right things at first, like, Hey, I know this is a process. I'm committed to losing money until he started losing money. And then yeah. he said, Well, I'm done now. Enough with this. Well, and, and he instantly started saying, Where can, how do we
2: sell this to the NFL? And they're like, No, 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 we, we can't. They, they don't want it. At least not right now, we have to build it first. And he was like, oh, they don't want it? Well, then I'm out. And they're like, but that we thought you knew that when you put the money in. So yeah, go figure. It's almost like schemes like this, not schemes, these these probably well-intentioned ideas end up attracting people who say, how can I make a quick buck? You know what I mean? Like a lot of rich guys who say, yes, I have millions and millions or maybe even billions But I want to make tens of billions like now, and I want to be the next Roger Goodell. I want to own this whole thing, even though Roger Goodell doesn't do that. They think they're going to own the next NFL. They don't ever think, I'm going to lose money for five or six or seven or ten years before this thing starts really coming into its own.
0: The NCAA released some numbers on the transfer portal today. One interesting one, only 54% of FBS players who entered the portal enrolled at a new school. Hmm. Uh That's you, interesting. You and I were talking before the show. What's the number of college basketball programs that have not had someone enter the portal yeah. this offseason? Uh Jeff Goodman had this as the current list. Now this
2: is from seven hours ago, so this may have changed. Current list of <laughs> <laughs> Division One basketball programs that have had a have not had a scholarship player transfer so far. It's Duke, Miami, Notre Dame, St. John's, Villanova, Minnesota, Rutgers, Kansas, Arizona, Gonzaga. To Lane, Cow Poly, Hawaii, Long Island, Army, AM Corpus Christi, Nichols State, and Grambling. So that's what? Eighteen out. Out of, of
0: three hundred and fourteen? Is that still the number? Three hundred and I thought
2: it was up there like three hundred and forty. Something oh, okay. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. So over three hundred schools, you have about eighteen of them that have not had a transfer. Goodman also had this stat that said the transfer list has now eclipsed thirteen hundred scholarship players. Yikes. Either that have transferred or are in the portal that's that's a lot of turnover I'm not saying it's unsustainable I'm not saying it can't work I'm saying that's a lot of turnover and if you look at how college basketball is now what has been one of the main storylines with Ohio State basketball what has been one of the things we've been talking about with the Holt man how are we gonna do in this transfer market who are we going to get right it in a way feels a lot like European soccer where every offseason it's okay where's this guy going where's that guy going? This, this is a thing that happens all the time. Big-name stars are on the move. In those transactions, there are contracts and there is transfer fees paid. And you can just you know buy the big players to go to the big teams. That's not that's not technically what's happening here, although we know it kind well, of is. Well, it kind of is. Right. I mean, it's who is just it? Not N- Nigel black Pack and white.
0: from uh, Kansas State. I, I wanted to get him here. Sure. He wound up going to Miami to play. And on the same day that he said, I'm going to Miami to play... He got a new car and an $800,000 NIL deal. True enough. Right. So that's your transfer fee right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm just saying it's not it's not being paid out in the same way. And right, it's not right. quite as, it's not put in the same place for the contract and this is the terms. It's more of a, hey, if you come here, we'll give you this. And then he does and yeah, you get a nice deal out of it. And that's good. I wonder how long that's going to sustain. I wonder how long schools will be able to do that. Because I've been thinking a lot about it from the football standpoint. But, man, if you're like at Texas where they've got the name, image, and likeness, uh, what do they calling that, like a trust or whatever that group is of people that are getting together and they come up with their budget every year and they've got millions and millions of dollars to spend every year, you've got to not just do it for football, right? I know football is the driver, but they're going to do it for
0: basketball too. Well, Texas, you know, there's two of those organizations working with ohio state now you're right charitable organizations i know
2: well the difference is in texas i don't know if they have to call it charitable (laughs) like the laws are different it's still
0: the same business model no
2: i know but i'm saying they are there are going to be schools that say we're going to do it for football only There are going to be schools that say we're going to do it for football and for basketball oh and you know what women's basketball is here it's really big too there are going to be schools that say, well, field hockey in this part of the country is huge, and we want that team to be good. So it's not going to be millions of dollars, but we're going to throw some money at that. Like There will be more that happens than just football and basketball, and I
0: think we're still seeing that all sort itself out. Fox is still trying to figure out what they're going to do with their number one football booth. Of course, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, they go to ESPN. They promoted gluten-free Kevin Burkhart to be the, the announcer. But they have not released who his color analyst is going to be. There is a report in the New York Post saying that could be Drew Brees. He could bolt NBC and become the number one analyst for Fox. Mm. Maybe it would be a three-man booth. People are speculating it could be Kevin Burkhart, Drew Brees, and Greg Olson. And I have seen a few people say, do not cut out smoking Jay Cutler. They could throw him in there, too. In some way, I shape, hope or form, they're not putting four guys in no, there. No, it's no, no. It, it would be in the that fallback. Booth.
2: That'd be the fallback plan.
0: If well, maybe if they promote Greg Olson, you need someone to take his spot. Maybe, maybe Jay Cutler does that. Man, they believe the, the TV executives
2: seem to believe Jay Cutler is what we all want to see. I don't see it, man. I know that, but they believe that that's
0: exactly what we want. He's disinterested and aloof and stupid, and maybe that would be charming for like a game yeah until you get hip to the jive and realize this guy's just boring and dumb and i don't want to listen to him anymore
2: yeah maybe maybe he is maybe he in real life is actually really intriguing but there was a reality show where we got to see him in part maybe that's not really who he is either but he didn't exactly wow us with his charisma on that show
0: game show coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan traffic from the
3: meister's bar and pizza traffic center
4: Good evening. Watch out for a serious accident in I-70 downtown split westbound of Ford Livingston Avenue. It is blocking the right lane. Traffic is and go from the 71 east split. Please be very careful as traffic continues to build about a 20-minute slowdown as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand. Surround your pets with care. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Game show coming up in mere moments. Don't forget tonight on the fan, it's the Buckeyes show at 6. Then it's Jackets time, Jackets and Lightning at 6.30. Former Buckeye corner legend Cavazos is transferring to North Carolina. He tweeted that out. Let him live. Oh, yeah. That's right. Not a safety, but another
2: member of the Buckeye secondary who has departed, right? Because yes. we knew he was transferring anyway, but now he's gone too. They're, I'm telling you, man, they're making over this defense one way or another. Not saying that it's bad in any shape or form because you needed to get some new players in here to try to see if this could be any better, but you also had to get some new coaches too, and, and they've done that. Game show time. All right, Mike. Today, we're going to do something pretty simple and basic. Just... For whatever Arnold trivia, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I recently did read his biography. Back I have a few that months one in, in
0: the queue. By the way, okay, it's coming soon. All right, as well, soon as I'm done with this Jewel book. Oh, you're reading the Jewel. book. I'm, I'm reading Jewel. How's she doing? How's I the enjoy book? Jewel, good. Yeah, she's good. That's nice good. to listen to. Oh, oh, she reads it. Yes, she reads it. She has a very pleasing voice, and this is on the audio book. Arnold, yes, uh, well, I don't I,
2: read. I did the audiobook too. Arnold did not read his biography the one i read was called total recall he's had a few books out total recall is the one i read but he reads the first and last chapters and then a different guy just starts talking for the rest of this giant ass book that's distracting it was weird i'm not gonna lie it was a little it threw me off a little bit all right here we go in what movie was Arnold's character married to a character named helen trasker true lies or
0: jingle all the way uh, you know, jingle all the way. I never saw. Oh, that could be a problem. I, a, it for doesn't you. ring a bell for True Lies. I'll say jingle all the way. Was well, that I'm wrong? Sorry, is that is. It's Jamie true Lee Lies. Curtis. Yep, it's true. It's Helen Trasker. That's right, her name. I can't remember her name. That's
2: okay. Uh, what year did Arnold Schwarzenegger become the governor of California? Was that two thousand two, two thousand
0: three, or two thousand four? I was gonna say it's one of those years around that time. <laughs> That's correct. That's why I asked it that way. I'm gonna say
2: 2003. Split the difference. You are correct. Yeah, he took office November 17th of 2003. Do you have any idea how long he lasted in office? He did two terms, didn't he? Yeah, he got to 2011. That was his yeah, final day I was going in to office. Say, so, it, was, it was a while. Yeah, he was there for a while. His. Uh, lieutenant governor was a guy named Cruz Bustamante, which oh, all right. I live. love. That's a, that's one of the all-time great names. Uh, next up. In which movie does Arnold's character cut a villain in half with a chainsaw? And when asked what happened to the person he just killed with a chainsaw, he answers quote, he had to split. Was that Running, was that running Man or Total Recall where he did that? Running Man. That's correct. Now, why did you say Running Man? Was that because
0: I, I remember the oh, movie. Oh, you remember the
2: entire scene. All right. Well, I didn't know if you were guessing or if you approximated. That's good. Which movie starred Arnold alongside Brigitte Nels- Nielsen and her two? Which, oh, oh, sorry, I should give you the movies, right? Red Heat or Red Sonja? Which Red movie? Heat. Oh, was sorry, it Red Sonya? Oh
6: no, she's Red Sonya. Oh no, Red
2: Heat sounds like a movie you want the two of them to be in because that sounds like some things are happening. But that Red... was uh, Stallone's wife for a period of time. Yeah, and uh, there's an interesting story about all that. Uh, Red Sonya on the set of that movie, Arnold was supposed to show up and be like barely there. He it was a follow-up to the Conan series. She was a character you. Use- Loosely affiliated with that, he was supposed to like pop in as like a hey, look, there's Conan, and then he leaves. Instead, he said he was there for like four months. He didn't know where this came from, he was there for so long. And he and Brigitte Nielsen, while on the set of this movie, had a torrid affair. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. And afterward, late you know, they shoot the movie and then there's months and months of production and post production and all that stuff. Well, she eventually comes to LA to promote the movie and she's like, Hey Arnold, I'm here. How are things? And he's like, uh, you knew I was married when we had an affair. I'm still married, and there's nothing else happening here. And so then she said, well, that sucks. And he goes, hey, have you met Sylvester Stallone? You should check that
0: dude out. Oh, so he was married to Maria Shriver he when was, they had... He, yes, he talks about it in the book. He all was right. married
2: and said, ah, oh, yeah, it was
0: just kind of a thing.
2: Oh, Actually, right. you know what? I take that back. I don't know if they were married. They were getting like they were planning and he was so he was involved with he her. said she's the one and there's no one else for me except for you brigitte and then that was that yeah, i'm sure it was just brigitte nielsen
0: and the maid
2: yes uh, and that was it yeah red Sonia did very poorly by the way if you're not aware of the box office and he even says in the book it sucked the movie was awful uh which famous comedian plays a mailman who is competing with arnold's character for the final turbo man action figure in jingle all the way Sinbad, the movie right? I mean, Sinbad I didn't even see it, correct. but it's in go. You got it. You know it. I was going to give you you know the other comedian I had for multiple choice. Go ahead. Randy Quaid. <laughs> I was hoping you would guess Randy Quaid, but that is not correct. Uh next up, in which of the following Arnold Schwarzenegger films does Bill Paxton not appear? True Lies, Commando, or Red Heat? Hmm. True Lies? No. Uh... Red Heat is the correct answer oh, this time. He was not in Jim red Belushi heat. Jim
0: Belushi was with him in red heat.
2: Yes, that was where he plays it's uh he's a police off op- there are two police officers, right? Yeah, from one yeah. from America, one from Russia and they Which is great, where they're like, Yeah, you're from Austria. That'll do. No one will know no, that's not Russia. Just do your same accent and go with that. Uh next up. In what movie does Arnold say, let off some steam Bennett after impaling Bennett with a metal pipe? Was that Commando or Predator? predator i know they run together it's teddy knew it's commando yeah sorry teddy teddy buzzed run. me before i even had a chance to get the final syllable He's out like pred- brr, like he knew uh how many people speaking of commando how many people does arnold kill in commando over <laughs> under does his character kill over under 60 people okay. <laughs> i'll go over you're correct <laughs> It's uh, Dale Jr.'s number. 88 people are officially listed on screen as having been killed by Arnold. Which is really weird when you think about now, like... The guy went on to become the governor of California. And I know that like at the time, there were people concerned. Like, wow, how could he run for governor? He's in these ultra-violent movies. It's and I remember pretend! Thinking, I know, but I remember thinking... Well, I mean, Terminator's a little violent. But it's like, no, Commando... is pretty violent. Still, it is pretend. It You're is exactly pretend. right. pretend. And finally... Which now former SNL cast member tried to move in on Arnold's wife, played by Rita Wilson, in Jingle All the Way? What is with you in the Jingle All jingle the Way? Jingle All the Way is a great movie. I defend it all the time. Phil Hartman, Dan Aykroyd, or Chris Farley? I'm saying, SNL there wasn't alum?
0: one question about Terminator. One or two or Why? three. or Why? All the other ones. But you got three questions about Jingle okay. All the Way? What does? Who does Arnold say I'll be
2: back to? No, you, you, you know mean, the answer. There could be, it's a some police officer. There should be some other nuanced questions about that. <laughs> Why would I want nuanced questions? I want to go jingle all the way all trivia. Right. Well, who the question, Bill Har- okay. Who's the question? Okay, who is the guy in the neighborhood trying to move in on his Bill wife? Bill Hartman. Yes, Bill Hartman plays a dirt bag in this movie. Well, glad he's dead. Just a just a total dirt bag who, in the end, Arnold gets. It's great because really that's what we need in life: more muscle bound freaks who end up like getting the girl. When, like, the average dude in the neighborhood is just like, oh, hey, I'm just nice. And he's like, yeah, screw off. That guy
0: sucks. Best Arnold movie. You can <sighs> only pick one. There can only be one Highlander. Um, I mean, it's
2: going to be the one I've seen the most, too. And that's, for me, going to be Terminator 2. Yeah. Like,
0: I enjoy that movie the most of all his movies. Terminator 2 is my answer. It is also one of the few sequels that I think is much better than the original. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a, a very... That's though. Sequels that are better than the
2: original. It's a very different movie. And I'm sure you know who was originally approached to be Terminator in the original Terminator. Who they were going to cast we as just, the Terminator. We just discussed this. Who was it? Kind of became... He was very famous at the time. Became very famous later for a thing that would have been oh, awkward if he right. was in Terminator. O.J. Simpson. They wanted O.J. to that's be Terminator. Right. And James Cameron sits down with Arnold at a diner and is like, look, I want you to play... Who, what was the main guy's name in Terminator? I forget. But the guy who Kyle. travels back, Kyle. Reese. Yes, Kyle Reese. He says, I want you to be that guy. And Arnold's like, okay, that's fine. I guess maybe I could do that. But you've got to make this Terminator. He's got to be cold. He's got to be vicious. And after they're having this dinner, or this breakfast, rather, James Cameron says, well, why don't you play the Terminator? And he's like, no, I, 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 can't, I can't play the Terminator. And he's like, no, 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 I think you should. He's like, I play good guys. He's like, no, nah, but well, maybe yeah, yeah, you're fine. You should play Terminator. And so he basically talked himself into the role and got OJ Simpson out of the role, more or less. Otherwise, OJ Simpson's in Terminator, and I don't know how that all plays out. With I don't think we can watch
0: those movies anymore. I think that's how that plays out. Well, you're you know, again, it's one thing changes your whole life. Maybe he plays Terminator, whatever for whatever reason, and he didn't wind up killing two people. Maybe. Maybe that's, you're right. I don't, we don't know. Circumstances change. Situations change.
2: Maybe the same result happens. I stick mostly with the movie stuff and the trivia, but I'll tell you Arnold Schwarzenegger, the amount of land he purchased and the amount of buildings he owned and owns yeah, is he's rich. Staggering. No, yeah. no, no. He did all that before he ever, like, shot movies. He was buying that stuff when he had his bodybuilding money.
5: Yeah.
0: All right.
2: He came in and started buying stuff in LA back in the 70s and, uh, that turned out to be a good investment. It, 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 so it goes. Uh, back page coming up. Common
0: Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the Meister's Bar and
4: Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing delays on I-70 downtown Split westbound before Livingston Avenue. Traffic is slow from the 71 East Split in this area. It is in the clearing stages, but plan on some heavy backups as we continue to get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
6: and sweaty don't be like kumquat and beaver queef. call my friends at K heating and cooling K heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at care heating when you need a company beaver queef can trust
0: Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeyes Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. Yesterday we talked about Joey Votto. Well, he described being in a baseball slump is like being in a labyrinth that you, I, I did you're see that trying tweet, to find yeah. your way out of. And then when you finally escape from the labyrinth, I know where he's going, Bones. You know it's just an, only a matter of time before mm-hmm. you're in the next. I know, one. I know where I know he's going. What to I was going to say is that two weeks ago, Timmy Hall could have been an Olympian with ping pong. Thank you. You were out of your mind, effortless hitting shots, making me sweat, run around the table like an idiot. I had no chance, and I said to you, "I said this will not last." Yep. I will play this out of you, yep, and then I will again be back on top. He was right. For the last week, you have been so awful. Wow, that I think I could get a six-year-old girl from off the street. What man? Who would be a better ping pong player than you?
7: Wow, you are, that is, you are mentally sure defeated. I'm sure there's a lot of young girls that could beat me at a lot of things. Well, I mean, but my goodness, there's probably a lot of good ping pong players. Yeah, I suck at ping pong. You
0: are mentally defeated. You're gone. Your your body language is terrible. Yeah,
7: yeah. Your short arm and everything. What kind of example am I setting for my son? A poor one. You need George Whitfield to chase you around with a broom. That's what you need. How can I exhibit body language like that and then tell him about body language? In youth sports. Yeah. I got to tell him part. not to give up.
0: You've got to be a role model you for your do own it. kid. Yeah, you can do it. Because right now it's a disgrace. I may call social services, get this kid taken away from you. <laughs> That's how bad you are at ping pong wow. right now. Wow. Going off the rails for you, Timmy. They've, doesn't sound like it's going well. They've probably
7: been called. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. okay. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> Just in general. Okay. Yeah. That's no. too stupid. Right, what's Die. coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? Well, we've got two days left until the NFL draft. I think we know that a couple of wide receivers are going to get taken, so I want to take a little deeper look into Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson's situation, and a fact that I read about Buckeye wide receivers in the draft kind of staggered me today, so I'll go into that, and the portal, It just how deep does the portal go? here for Ohio State. How many guys can they lose and still be okay? We'll talk about that with another one leaving out of the defensive backfield. Buckeye
0: show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back
7: page. The back page. The
1: back page. With Common Man and T-Bone.
3: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING.
1: Bone. Well, man, if you were
2: planning on hiking the Grand Canyon, which I'm sure it's on your list to do I love probably it. this summer. I love probably being outside. Dead of August is when you're going to do it. Give me A (laughs) burrow. Yeah. Well, apparently, you need to be careful who you get to lead your guided tour down into the back country of the Grand Canyon. (laughs) A guy by the name of William Chandler Woods of Flagstaff, Arizona, has now pled guilty in order to serve two years of supervised
7: probation. Oh, no.
2: And is also banned from Grand Canyon National Park. No, it's not that bad, Timmy. It is just he was leading non-approved, commercially guided backpacking tours throughout the grand canyon without a permit okay apparently this
7: is not a cheat in the system right he wasn't leading people into the canyon right but i, I check it out i appreciate that the the safety guardrails
2: are there with this sort of thing right you don't want to get down to the canyon with someone who's like actually i'm not a real tour guide but i did stay at a holiday and express like you don't want that you want someone who really knows what they're doing but this guy apparently would take people take their money take him out in the back country and it turned out he was not like permitted to do it he was not approved to do it they weren't (laughs) sure if he really knew what he was doing yes all i know is it fascinates me that you can go stay in a place where it is almost physically impossible to live for most like modern humans right we're so accustomed to everything you can go do that but this guy not having the right like blue card or a little paper to go with it. I think that's fascinating. Like, well, he didn't have the right card. Well, though, so. he
7: did He did give everybody three musketeers at the that's, end of the tour. Yeah,
2: that's good. That'll help. That'll yeah, get you a little sugar. That should be fine. You can get out of that canyon. No problem. Uh, Shailene Woodley is apparently done with Aaron Rodgers. I thought they were already done. I did, too. But apparently they have been photographed. They ended their engagement. Then they were seen back together a oh, few times out no. at places, maybe rekindling the romance. But according to E! News, an insider has shared with E! News, Shailene tried to give it another shot and was spending time with Aaron, Mm. but she quickly saw that everything was on his terms and nothing was going to change. There was no reason to continue, and she's done with it again. Two people
7: have to work at the relationship. That's right. Aaron, you can't just expect Shailene to do all of it. Are you saying Aaron Rodgers can't just expect to be kind of like rough to deal
2: with and then... The other party involved is just like, oh, never mind. We'll do whatever you want. Just yeah. come on back. Like, oh wait, that's how it works for him in football. He's used to having everybody pick up the tab. Yeah, not not used to it in a relationship. So good for her. You know, dump him and what's move her, on. What's her
7: thing? What was she in? I don't
2: remember. Like Divergent something. or something. The but, what? Yeah, I think you're. I, I think you're right. Huh. The Divergent series maybe is what she was in. Huh? I have no idea though. Hmm? Something. Hmm?
7: Insurgent. Uh, yeah. Divergent.
2: We've we've heard about Jerry West. How he's not a fan of the new winning time show that's out there he says he's going to sue hbo and take it right up to the supreme court well hbo says we stand behind the accuracy of the show and go
0: wow. ahead and sue we're good well, what are they going to say yeah of course they are going to say that
2: well they they have said that they stand behind this and said it's also not a documentary it's not been presented as such but they say quote the series and its depictions are based on extensive factual research and reliable
0: sourcing right. so
2: there you go ray Jollick, jerry west being Brought to the attention
0: of HBO, and they said, yep, that's right. Meanwhile, Abraham Lincoln has r- risen from his grave and says, I'm not a vampire hunter. And mm. then Megan Fox came and gave him some blood to
7: drink. But Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, that Re- actually really was Abraham me. Lincoln. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I actually think
2: that's more like Abraham Lincoln
7: than Abraham Lincoln. I, might he might come been. back and say, I didn't know I was this good. We'll never know. You know, I'm sure they, people know
0: they would have written this down like Abraham Lincoln sounds like
6: hey everybody
0: but we don't really know how these people <laughs> no, sounded we have, because there's we no reports know, of them there's no
2: way he got elected back then if they're like let's go hear abraham Lincoln
5: seven years ago. oh my
7: god jimmy oh, boy what did we do we made a horrible mistake grab your wooden teeth and Fre- let's get out of here frederick Douglass somewhere wrote down that he sounds like a chipmunk <laughs> a bit odd sound from this man <laughs> You'd never think it by looking at him.
0: Buckeye Show next. Jackets time at 6.30. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan.
4: Fan traffic.
3: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
4: Good evening. Still watching an accident causing slowdowns on I seventy downtown split westbound before Livingston Avenue. Traffic is still slow from the seventy one east split in this area. You'll also find some stop and go traffic in westbound six seventy between I seventy one and Fourth Street. Plan about a ten to fifteen minute backup over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at one eight hundred Safe Auto or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: The Lindsay Honda Studios.
3: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
1: WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. No fan. Hey,
0: Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call one eight hundred Cooling when you need a company you can trust.
1: One is angry; the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald, 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 bald? Here's man and bone.
0: I want to point something out. All right, I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia.
1: <laughs> hey. I
0: didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last
2: night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. A fat white guy who's bald. No, is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just
0: saying that that's
2: not something you could pull <laughs> off, I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is You gotta do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah. Like I have the stubble going and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's
0: a whole nother level like of Like Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying... I, I think you're people would get the wrong impression. You would accuse
2: me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I, kno- I know. I've known the, you for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine feel, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make just sure. Look like
0: every other fat... Soccer loving yes, guy. Right I, don't,
2: I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good.
0: All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.